Hello and welcome to show 92 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Here, 92. Year 92. Uh, Albert Einstein, Mary Cleopatra. That's a true what? fact. Well, say that just a minute. Say that again. Albert Einstein married Cleopatra. Fessel, what's going on? That's, that's not true. Yeah, it is. You didn't know what, that? The, the Albert Einstein. Yeah. Not the famous physicist. I'm talking about the... The Norwegian fisherman. That's <laughs> good. That's good. I like it. I like Even it. that is horse crap. That's good. You're just making shit up, aren't yes, you? I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> oh my god! I was going to say that can't be true. No, it's not true. Come on now. But what I was going to say though, did you know we're creeping ever closer to a hundred veteran gamers shows? Yay! Yeah. And and internet sort of withstanding. We may be doing a live show. At oh, point. shit. Oh, snap. Yeah, how are we going to do it? We've got to get it in there, you know. So he's got to, So just to pre-warn everyone, there, you know. That's what she said. Yeah. Only eight more shows and we might be doing it like live, coming to you live. <laughs> so, yeah, that could be kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, should do introductions, get those out of the way. So I'm, I'm the daddy, as yeah. always. That's me. Yeah, and we've also got Chini here somewhere. Yeah. Hello, yes, hello, hello. How are we? You right? Good evening. Good e- wow, you, sound, you sounded posh and everything then. Oh, yes, quite, yes. Well, you know. Who'd have known you could do a posh voice? I don't know. Oh, impressive. And we've also got Duke. Oh, yeah. Now, check it. This is a lead-in to my sound bite, because last week we were talking about y'all running around at Eurogamer shoving the mic in people's faces, and that reminded me of this thing I did. People who are cool will remember the Beastie Boys song featuring Q-Tip called Get It Together, and the chorus goes like this. Phone is ringing. Oh, my God. Now... When that song came out, it was a big hit on the college campus, university as you call it, that I uh-huh. went to. So I went around one time this weekend, one weekend I went around with my tape recorder and I recorded all my friends responding to that phone is ringing. Phone is ringing. Oh my God. 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 The phone's ringing. I'm just my FPL bill today and I don't give a shit. Oh my god. 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 Hello. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm not going to say it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, yeah, I need you to go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. What? Oh my god. Dear god. Smelt. Sugary. Surrogate. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Oh my god. Awesomeness. God, you know, I've never heard so many oh my god oh in god. short space of oh time. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Sounds pretty good. Cool too, cool if you know the people, cool. but you know, whatever. It's still cool. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the show. 
I gotta let everyone know I'm grading papers while we podcast because I got a big stack. I gotta get. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just a minute, just a minute. I, I, that's not concentrating. Well, who said I'm here to concentrate? I was asked to lead, not to read. To lead, to read. Oh my god! Oh my um, god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my uh, before god. we before we start, we do need to clear something up. We do need yes. to clear something. Clear it up, okay? Because. Last week we did get an iTunes review from the likely lad, didn't we? You know, we did that thing be that thing? Yeah. We did. Yeah. Only gave us four stars and stuff because Chinny was being a diva and all that stuff. Whatever. Right. Well, he he has put a forum response in to to <laughs> us, you know, from from the podcast. Okay. <gasps> uh, he called it Chinny the diva, of course, of course. Uh, and this is what he said. So I just need to. We just need to clear this up. He said, "Just listen to the last show, and it was a corker as usual, gents." Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it's good so far. Except for Chinny, he was a pro. Well, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Especially love the end, uh, taking the mickey out of Chinny and the great use of Sure music. I think that Jew should have that on his soundboard for future diva activities. It was very funny, but I need to put the record straight. Chinny did come and chat and say sorry as he couldn't hear me. Andy shook my hands without gloves and Jesus, buddy. You must oh, be that's, over seven feet tall. That's, that's, uh, that's not true because I was wearing a glove that looked exactly like my hand. <laughs> uh, you towered over me but it was good to chat to you however I did notice his look of distaste as he wiped his hand on the back of his jeans as he wandered back to his sofa and, and the devoted fans <laughs> uh, seriously though I was having major issues with iTunes as I tried to post that review at least 10 times Gur, I gave my review 5 stars so my bad for the 4 stars I will endeavour to put it right in my next review so he's saying uh, look, I, I like the idea that he did it because you were a diva, personally. I prefer that. You know, I'm happy with the four stars if you don't want off for you being a diva. I think mean, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then Bongo the same did a reply to this. Yeah, He said, bollocks, he's a diva through and through. <laughs> he's done his bit with the masses and sloped off in the corner to sleep. Yeah. He kept on asking me if the doctor had arrived with his milk yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which one was rather funny. And then, and then I did put the record. And then and then I did put the record straight because I did like posting uh, saying to prior to each recording I have to send you three cushions made of the finest silk uh, filled with Icelandic goose feathers for you to sit on, uh, and delivered by a carrier pigeon no less. Which are lovely, you, by the way. Yeah, and that you have a dozen bottles of spring water hand collected by Tibetan monks uh, sent to your house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right, so to let all the listeners know, that's what I have to do to get him to to get him to record each week. That's what we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. So he is a diva, there's no doubt about it. So, yeah. It's true. Every every play day I don't talk to the norms, do I do? <laughs> well no, you have to make me be your mouthpiece. And it's all yep. tell them I said to stop getting behind that wall, please. Could you tell Nick Nitrous to cover me, please, Duke? <laughs> As I reload my weapon. Which is stupid, because by the time I transmit the message, you've already reloaded. It's completely out of whack. Yeah, I don't get that at all. It's well, just a waste of time. You know, I can't be seen with these norms. Yeah, yeah. Actually, talk, talking of divas, talking of divas, um, yeah, it was, on, it was on today that, uh, who was he? Was he? I'm trying to think who it was. Was it Christina Aguilera? It was somebody like that who's touring. Can't remember who it was now. How terrible is that? Who's touring? Uh, yeah, somebody who's touring in the UK boring. was traveling, traveling by train. 
right? And they and they hired the, like a whole carriage of first class, so no one else could use it for six thousand pounds. Well, sounds like our trip to Eurogamer. It does. It does. Oh, what I didn't mention is that you know when we first got on the show, we had to send you a Swarovski crystal encrusted headset just to do the recordings. Never mentioned that either. Yeah. yeah. That's the way. Right, Jimmy's greatest hits. It is. It's true. It's true. Anyway, we better move on. We better right. move on and just hey, just hope he behaves himself. We got a video on YouTube. Oh it's true. yeah. In fact, we've got a YouTube channel. Yeah, we do. We do. You want to talk about we that, do. Stu? Yeah, no, you no, you talk about it because you're the you're the lead on the on the YouTube stuff, aren't it's you? The right? only thing I do for the site to, <laughs> to read through that. Um, so uh, we you know we did some filming at Eurogamer. When I say we, I, say, I mean me, uh, because she only filmed Saints Row, and then he got scared because the woman told him off. When by oh, law, really? yeah, well by law you're allowed. To- no, you're allowed to because by law it's, it's a public place. It's a public place by access, which means you can get there if you pay a ticket. So everything's on public view. If it was closed off or behind doors, and you can only get there through invite, then you can't film. So, well, one of the one of the guys was taking pictures of uh, Need for Speed: The Run, and he came over and made him delete them from his camera, didn't he? Well, that, that. you know what I would say: you've got no right to do that. So bollocks. Anyway, uh, we we got a video. <laughs> we got a video, um, and. Uh, yeah, it's just of us uh, Eurogaming, really, isn't it, Stu? Just uh, it pretty much kind of chilling. And uh, last year we just did a very quick, um, like to hear some games and stuff. And none of us was really in it, apart from Dan, who said FIFA. Uh, and then this year I thought I tried to make an effort to make us make us more present in the video, and I think it kind of came off okay, ish. By the way, by the way, Dan was there as well, and we never saw, we never came across him. He never contacted us and said he was going or anything, did he? We should have maybe you know asked him, but he was there, I believe. Oh well, yeah, so I, I feel sad that we missed I know, him. Yeah, you know, I like Dan; he's a good lad. But yeah, I, so so Dan, if you're listening, man, if you're going next year, you need to let us know because we obviously we want to meet up, say hello again. Yeah. It was good. But anyway, anyway, everybody should go see it if you haven't seen it because Stu gets very romantic with something. I do. I, mean, I do. I stroke it. You wouldn't there's get some romantic with something. You'd get romantic with someone. Yeah, oh, but there's definite stroking and rubbing going on. Oh, that, is, that is true. And caressing. So even. if you want to have any idea what we're talking about, uh, check out our YouTube channel, Type in Veteran Gamers. All right, Barry. Right, so Type in Veteran <laughs> Gamers uh, on YouTube and our channel pops up somehow. And then look, check out our latest video, or it'll be on the website. But um, yeah, make sure you subscribe to the channel and subscribe to the like channel. That. Become friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, who said who said that sex and video games isn't allowed? Because I was definitely getting sexy. I'll tell you now. Oh yeah, sexy is oh, a yeah. word, Stu. I don't know if I'd use it like that, but it is definitely a word. Getting sexy. It was, yeah. If there was a right-sized orifice, yeah. Okay, moving anyway. on. Where's that buzzer, Duke? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, God love us, I can't concentrate now, I'm thinking about... Anyway, yes, before we move on, there is something else I need to mention. Of okay. course there is. Now, you know the amnesia challenge, okay? Yes, okay. what about it? Now, you were ber- now, listen, you were berating me on the last show because I, I hadn't really played it very I much. I was just asking. The- so, okay, I have purchased a, a keyboard, I've got one, okay? I've got a mouse... And and I've also sent off for two USB extension cables, which are coming in the post. <gasps> so I'm fully equipped, right? Once they all arrive, I am going to 
start playing that game properly, right. you know, well, and really get into it. I don't know. It's been a long time since the last podcast and this podcast. <laughs> I know. For the I listeners, know. it has. People, you should understand, it's been like three days. There's been nothing different between the last time we recorded and this time. Yeah, it's going to be really weird tonight, I have to oh, say. Oh, it's turned gay between them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've, ordered, I've done all that stuff and ordered all those things just in three days. <laughs> well, I would like to change what happened in the last show if I could turn back time. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's great. Are we done with the share thing there? <laughs> I don't know. Never. I don't know. We'll see how. We'll see. We'll see. It might last for at least yeah. a few shows, I reckon. <laughs> uh, we'll keep making up stories about your deaverishness. Kids don't know who Cher... really interesting uh, songs, does she? Ki- ki- yeah. Kids yeah. don't know who Cher is. They just you say Cher, they think Cher Lloyd now, uh, Is that true? You know what I mean? They don't know who Cher is, do they? Yeah, I guess. Cher still had that stupid show. Uh, no, she won an Oscar, and he's a congressman. Good night. Yeah. Remember that on The Simpsons, and the dude like goes back into the coma. Absolutely not. Yeah, definitely not. Anyway, oh, Duke, Duke, I've got to ask you. I've got to ask, ask you, man. Me. How do you feel about the Simpsons ending thing it's going not on? Gonna end. They, they, Look, they're saying it is. They're saying it they is. They said it was going to end in 2004. Yeah, really. No, they say it. They right, said they on the, their own show in the Behind the Laughter episode, they showed Homer like, oh, the Simpsons are going to Delaware. And Homer goes, this will be the last season. And the dude at the studio is like, uh huh. And then that was like five years ago. They're no, going to they're just this run it no. into the ground. No, they're saying, right? That they cannot afford to pay the actors this amount of money anymore, and they're, they're going to call it a day unless they'll take a pay cut. Well, but you know what? They've said that before, and look what happened. Nothing. Because well, Fox is so much money off of them still. And what do the actors okay. want? The actors want a cut of the royalties from all the merchandising. Well, duh. Okay, let me you'd put it in another way. You'd never see The Simpsons on a shoddy merchandise. <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> let me, let me put it like another way. Simpsons name uh, on Imagine it does happen. How are you going to feel? Uh, like it took long enough? Like, what the heck? But they've been out of ideas for quite some time. <laughs> oh, so you're okay with plots. it? So you don't care. Knows it's over. Of course it's over. It should have been over last year or something. I yeah. mean, look, I haven't even really watched a lot of the most recent stuff. And I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. They just don't have the same sparkle. They said when they did the Poochie the Dog episode, it was like, look, the characters simply can't have the same impact they once had. And the guy's like, that's it, little girl. You just saved Itchy and Scratchy. Please sign here indicating you did not save Itchy and Scratchy. Yep. Yeah, fair enough. It's all yeah. bollocks. Anyway, this is a video game right, podcast. Uh, no, well, one last for thing, a second it? then, I forgot that we was recording a I podcast. Know. Well, listen, listen, listen. Talk about movies. This, this is one last thing, but it is video game related. Oh, so yeah. But, okay, we were watching The X Factor last night, okay? We yeah. were watching okay. X. I admit that I watch it. And First Class this weekend. Oh, I admit that I watch what it. What were you watching when they had X in the title, Chinny? Uh, Malcolm X. All right. There you go. I like it. Um, but whilst we're watching, um, Modern Warfare 3 had the latest trailer, <gasps> like, exclusively revealed in the adverts for it. And guess what Millie said? Wait, I know what Millie said. To be walking around named Murphy or Jones or Johnson or Bunch or Powell, uh, I think it would be just as improper for a black person or the so-called Negro in this country as we're taught by the... That's what she said. <laughs> no, that definitely, that definitely wasn't what she said. Uh, what did she said? What do you think she said, Ginny? What do you think? Uh, Look at the graphics! 
I think she's she like, that's my girl. That's actually not far off. <laughs> no, far off. It looks real. No. She went, wow, that looks cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, my nine-year-old oh, daughter. Oh, what? This is your child. Of course she's going to say that. What cool. do you want? <laughs> I was just like, but I was shocked. I'm like, why? I said, why does that look cool? It just does. It looks cool. It looks really cool, right? And I'm like, Millie, you're a nine-year-old girl. What are you interested in playing a game where you'd simulate war? Yeah, but it looked cool, though, didn't it? And I was like, oh, my God. You've oh. trained her to appreciate good yes. quality game making. Oh. What are you surprised about? Look, like if it was go hunting uh-huh. every weekend, and then they're like, "I'm gonna shoot my friend because he called me a name." How could he learn that? Where did he get this idea from? Look, right. If it was Journey, and she was saying that, I'd be fine. With it. <laughs> oh god, right, right. Or even The Last Guard, you know, something like that. But, but Modern Warfare Three of all games. Well, guess right? what? You if know Frankenstein what I mean? the book taught us anything, it's uh-huh. that we can't choose what our children are going to be into. We teach with our actions. <laughs> Millie can't be into military shooters. Sure she can. Oh, man. Why can't she be into them? I don't know. It just seems wrong in some way or another. I don't know. It just you sound like a homophobic man. You sound like a homophobic man who's scared of their son being gay. That's what you sound like, don't you? No, no, but it's like any no, other gay. How you be into like, the middle? Like, like, like Modern what? Warfare what 3. It could have been be any other gay. Like what? The games that I don't he know. likes, Duke, of course. Like, Although she likes that like, shit bollocks. Like what? She liked the looks of Eco, though. She liked that. She thought that was cool. She liked that. You know, she was watching me play that, and she was like, oh, this is cool. So, you know. Yeah, but like, you, you want her to like that's coming out soon? Yeah, Journey. Did I mention Journey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, she's a... too young. She's too young. <laughs> I can't anyway, believe you threw a kid off that. That's true. <laughs> what? Wow, that's child abuse right there. No, when you threw that kid off journey at Eurogame, oh. I know. Yeah, well, whatever. You can see video footage of that on the. Yeah, that well, look, camera. things have to be done. <laughs> things have to be done. Tell that to his mom. <laughs> Sorry, Luke, I know. But things have to be done. Things Consequences will done. never look, be the same. Look, a kid of that age could not appreciate a game like that anyway, <laughs> could he? Really? Come on. Well, then a ninety-year-old man could say that about you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right, let's move on. It's time to move on. Right. Uh, games, video games. Well, I bet we've all played loads in the last three days. Are you seriously <laughs> talking about video games? How dare you? <laughs> uh, I bet we played loads. So, Duke, uh, you, you must have played no, the no, most. No, no, I've gone first the last like six times. Somebody else goes first. All right, do you want me to go first? Sure. Then? Yeah. Okay, I've got a little story. Okay. No Ooh, story. Uh, I know. I ordered Rage. Listen, listen. Pre-ordered Rage off shop two, and guess what? Uh, this is not. What kind of a story is this? Well, guess guess what happened. I don't what, know. What's happened in the past with games I've ordered off shop two? Uh, they come early. Well, they usually come early, don't they? But a couple of times, something else has happened. They come late. No, they didn't come at all. <gasps> and this is another case in point. It didn't come. Didn't arrive in the post or anything, right? That is the third game in 12 months that has gone missing for hey, me. Somebody's right? nicking your post, dude. Obviously. So either the, the postman who delivers is, is half-inching it, right? Or it's going missing at the sorting office or something. It's going, right? And mm. I'm, I'm getting a bit pissed off, to be honest, because I expect games to arrive. And now I'm getting to the point where I'm going to have to do sign for delivery every time. And then, obviously, there's no one in to sign for it. So then I have to go down to the post office to pick it up, which I don't really want to do. And I'm like, I'm pissed off. And also, do you know the other thing that pisses me off? It makes me feel like 
like guilty of something, right? Because now I have to go on shop two and I can't prove it didn't come and claim again for another missing video game. And like the, it's the second one in the space of just over a month. And I feel like, are they even going to believe me when I put a yet another one down that's gone missing? Do you know what I mean? What if and the postman listens to the show? That would be funny. That would be funny. But right, funnily enough, funnily enough, when Deus Ex didn't turn up, the postman was coming on the Saturday and turned up on the Friday or the Thursday like he should have done. And I was sort of outside mowing the lawn or something when the postman turned up. And I said, has, has the post been delayed or something? And he was like, oh, why, why? And I said, because a gamer. Anyway, well, it weren't me. It weren't me. Oh, there you go. When it, I said, I'm when not it, accusing you or anything. When a kid I breaks said, a vase, what, what yeah. does he do? Denies it straight away. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm I'm a bit miffed. So I had to... Well, as it goes, there's, there's some good news and bad news. The, the good news is I went to Tesco... Okay, and if you spent over thirty quid on your shopping, which I did do, you could buy it for twenty five quid. So I got it a bit cheaper in the end, anyway. So that was that was a good thing. But oh god, so now I've got to wait fifteen days, then sort of report it missing again if it doesn't turn up. And the chance now, interestingly, also on shop two now, right? They've got this thing. Oh wait, is and it part actually, of this story? Yeah, because I got put a theme music up. for you. Story, story, story time. <laughs> They've put up a photo of the package game before they sent it with the first class sticker on it and everything to prove that it was posted out. Now, they've never done that before, so whether that's as a result of me already reporting one missing in the last month, I don't really know, but I don't know, some weird shit going on somewhere because my games keep going missing. I don't well, know. on an unrelated incident, I've got rage this week. Uh, no, I don't really. Oh. Well, anyway, I got it anyway, and I have played it. So how did you get it? There's more to the story, I can tell. No, I bought it from Tesco. You said that, you bought it from Tesco. Uh, 25. You missed important plot points to the story. <laughs> you, did. you did. Yeah, so anyway, who cares? So I've, I've played it for about two, two to three hours, so I've, I've put a little bit of time in on it. Now, we know there's been a lot of mixed reviews for this game. There are. Uh, a lot of mixed reviews. So but, mixed, I'm like, what? But the reason I think they're mixed is because of expectation. Okay, we've we've been to Tim Willits twice at Eurogamer talking about Rage, and one of, on the first time he he absolutely said it is not an RPG. It's not really an open world game, and there's just RPG elements. There's no leveling up your character, so don't mistake this for that. I thought it now, was an open world game. Well, he sort of—he's never really said that. It is sort of open world, but it isn't. He said there's a lot of trickery going on. Okay, but he's never said that it's an RPG or, or really. Uh, open I remember him saying it's a shooter. Yeah, like, and he—he he said that it's—it's—it's it's, it's sort of more concentrated things linked together by sort of open areas. Right. Was the way I very remember rightly that he described it. But I think people still a bit have vague, in, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was a bit vague. But I think people have gone into playing it expecting it to be an RPG, open-world, sort of Borderlands-type game, and it isn't that at all. It isn't that. So, so what game can you compare it most carefully to? Okay. It's got aesthetics in common with both Fallout and Borderlands from a, a sort of the way it feels and looks. Yeah. But it's more... It reminds me of... But it's not even as sandboxy as that, but it reminds me of Red Faction uh, Guerrilla or something mm-hmm. like that with like little missions that you sent to do. But the areas are quite small, really. And as beautiful... Right, okay, first things first. It is, it is the most beautiful-looking game on the 360 ever. Well, I can believe, I don't, I don't I believe it's that. It's in a nuclear wasteland. Yeah. How can it be beautiful? Uh, but well, that's, it, it, that's the challenge, dude. Yeah. It is, but it's... If you imagine... 
um, Fallout 3 with the brightness turned up mm. ten times. Yeah. It was a very good-looking game, dude. We it was a very color palette. Yeah, I mean, the, the sky is smooth so... and everything. It's just oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's, crisp. It's, so, it's so blue, you know, the skies and the clouds and sort of, it just looks real. And the canyons, the, there's no bit of texture repeats at all. So, you know, when you look at a brown canyon, but it's, it's sort of beautiful, you know, it, you know, it is like, you know, the Grand Canyon, that sort of look. It's, it is impressive. But you know that you can never go into any of those areas. You can look at them, but they're, more, they're just like window dressing. It's just like a backdrop. Yeah. And the open areas themselves aren't that big. They're, they're just sort of, it's like one wide, it's like open areas leading to a bottleneck and then open areas again. That's sort of what it's like. And then the, the majority of the stuff you do are in, like, say, a mine or um, an abandoned depot or something like that. So the rolling areas were, were sort of, you can have concentrated corridor-type shooting. Now, there are different routes around these things, so they are open-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not really, and and the missions. Some of them are a bit like there was one mission I did right near the beginning where this guy just said, "If you go," and and it's quite cool how they give you all your upgrades because at the beginning, every time you do a mission, your reward is something cool. Like so, a guy says, "If you go and do this for me, I'll give you a cool shotgun when you come back," or "If you go and do this, I'll give you some armor," or you know. So all the missions relate to an, an object or a, an upgrade of some description. So you get a lot like that. And and the other the other nice thing is it doesn't take long to get some cool stuff either. Cool. So you're not playing the game for hours before you start getting your first cool. Do, how, how quick do you get that glaive thing? Uh, not very long. You can you can probably That's probably wicked. about an hour an hour and a half you can have the glaive thing. That's awesome. I love that. You know, so it, it doesn't take long to get. And the shooting is really satisfying. You know, the aiming is good. Um, the dialogue is a bit crap, basically on the whole. You know, the, the main characters are all sort of all right, but the the sort of like you know the Cockney geezer type, you know. Oh, I'm a Cockney geezer. Oh, the, the, the dialogue when I was shooting them enemies was like diabolical. It was. Just, well, it's still the same. It was just like, and then, boy, yeah. get him! He's fucking over there. I'm a 1950s fan. I'm a 1950s bin man. I like to <laughs> take the. <pick. laughs> it is like that. It is like that. <laughs> Uh, I did find more or less straight away. I did find the um, uh, the Wolfenstein room, so I found that pretty quick. I knew I sort of recognised straight away. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Now I, I don't know whether they, yeah. this is a spoiler, but it, it sort of honestly you would never you would morning, never. Morning, morning. But I went on YouTube to see how you got the the Doom one, okay, and the Quake one. Oh, now, the there's Quake... not just the one. There's no, no, there's seven. three. But the Quake one, how you would come across by chance how to find that, I have no See, idea. This is interesting because someone was telling me about, no, I was listening to some podcast about how the one of the first Easter eggs was on, I guess, what, Dungeon, the Atari game? And it was like peop, some kids found it somehow, and then they'd tell their friends, and like it sort of spread that way, and it was just a very special thing that people had to do on their own. Now you can instantly find it, and Easter eggs are yeah. like, they're not even Easter eggs yeah. anymore. But I really, honestly, uh, how someone would find this, I have no idea. And I don't know whether to describe how you do it, but uh, you, you know, no, you would still have to no, find don't, it. Don't describe how you do it. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a challenge. If you play Rage, right, I will give ten pounds to either of you two if you find it without cheating <gasps> and looking it up. Because I don't believe anyone would find the way of doing this by chance. Ten pounds, you say? 
ten pounds, I say. Ten pounds, I say, because I don't think it's doable. I'd, how you would find it, I have no idea. You would have to really be looking to find it. Well, That's I all I'm going to say. Person. Okay, I'm all I'm going to say. But yeah, I'll give you ten quid if you can find it, because I don't think you will. One time, I found a lottery ticket for a million dollars on the ground, and then hey. I gave it to a homeless man. No, you didn't. Because I'm and lucky all, and generous. And I was that harmless man. <laughs> <laughs> and look at him um, now. Aren't I generous? I blew it all well, going, coke. <laughs> going back to the game. Going back to the that game. That was a hell of uh, two weeks, man. And you had that. I'm, uh, I love Coca-Cola. For all of the You're negative... You sound like Dave for the Bible. Shut up. I'm trying to talk. For yeah, all I'm the negative I'm, whining... I'm enjoying it. I think it's good. It's solid. It feels fun. You know, I'm enjoying the shooting. Some of the side missions are a bit meh. You know, like like I said, one's just setting fireworks off for this guy. And you literally drive about, I don't know, not very far. Set him off, get attacked by a couple of mutants and drive back. And that's the whole mission. Are there any escort missions? Not yet. Well, that's Not had any escort cool. missions yet. Not any escort. Those are but, yeah. sucky. They, they feel, a lot of the main missions feel like some of the, the sort of less good side missions in Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Do you know when you did some of those missions and it was just like you go somewhere and find something fetch, and go back? Yeah. yeah, some of them are a, slight, are a bit like that, really. But then there was one, like when you get your car, your buggy, you have to go and find all the bits for the buggy before you can get it. And that was kind of a good, that was kind of a good level. And the levels are really well designed. You know, they're, they're really good levels. The AI is pretty good. You know, so I can't knock the AI at all. You know, they, they, they will regroup, they'll run off and hide again and come back at you. And, they, they, you know, they, there's some good programming going on there. And I like to say its biggest there's selling some point... good that, programming going on there. Its, it's biggest selling point is definitely the way it looks. And I almost feel like uh, it's like a tech demo almost. You know, this is what, this is what id Tech 5 can do. You know, let's you know, let's see what else he can do. Sell you know. this shit. Yeah, it does feel like you know everybody else buy this engine. Well, because, like the Quake engine, but, Quake Two engine was like, like for everything, wasn't it? Like back in yeah. the day, and now it's unreal. So I think they want maybe they want a bit of that back. I think there's some of that. I think a lot of it is how beautiful, and I think I feel like they could have spent a little bit more time. The, the story, you just you're not really bothered. I don't care. You know, I really don't care about you know what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I'm just enjoying it purely for the for the sort of shooting aspect and and just having it like just seeing it like an arcade shooter, to be honest. You know, but it's good. I, I can't knock it. You know, I can't really knock it for what it is. Is the story but, at all engaging? Not really. Yeah. Not really. You come out of an arc and then you meet this guy in a town who is under attack from different factions and basically just keeps sending you off to wipe them out, basically. Yeah. You know, so far, that's that's about the size of it, really. Well, that's riveting. Yeah, not much. HG no. Well shit right there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess the review noise for this would be... Uh, well, that's, that's quite negative for this, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not terrible. I'm not disappointed I bought it. You know, and I, I think it may get better. I'm, you know, I've only, like I say, only played about two or three hours. Hmm. But, you know, it may get better. So but it hasn't grabbed you so far. No, I mean a lot of people are complaining that the the campaign part's only ten hours long, but you oh, know, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm a busy ten man. Hours. Exactly. I mean, it's a, I think the the key here is to remember what it is and like not fool yourself into thinking that it's something that it's not. Because I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's the next Borderlands," but it's not. Yeah. I think that's what happened. I really do. I mm-hmm. think people's expectations 
were that it's going to be a fully open world, almost RPG like sort of you know post disaster shooter, yeah. but it is sort of isn't it? It's more like a standard id run through lots mm-hmm. of places. It's very fast, mm-hmm. accurate shooting, and you know it's kind of fun. You know, I like it. I'm liking it, but like you say, it's not going to break any new ground, really, apart from its graphical prowess. Um, so apart from that, so that's that's all out of the way. Apart from that, I've been playing, uh, because obviously not much time, being away all weekend, so I've not not really had time to play much at all. Uh, but I've been playing a couple of iPhone games, and one I'm, I'm very addicted to. iPhone! Uh, which, which is a game called Temple Run. Okay. Mm. Uh, and it's really hard to describe this, because it's... It doesn't do a lot, but what it does is really well. And basically, <laughs> what it does is really well. <laughs> it does. It does. What it does. What do. it does is really well. I'm trying it to work that really one. Well. Yeah, really yeah. well done. Yes. I mean, that's what it, yeah. Yeah. Really yeah, what it does is really well done. <laughs> but you're basically an Indiana Jones type character. Yep. Okay. And you're running away from a pack of marauding monkeys or gorillas or something, right? Yep. That are running after you. And it's automatic running. You don't do anything at all apart from sort of swipe on the on the thing. And basically, you're running along these like temple ruins. Uh, you have to collect gold coins, and then you basically have to jump over like gaps in the in the sort of wall. You know, turn left, turn right when you come to a junction. Duck under fire and sort of trees, and jump over trees, and all those sorts of things. And and that's basically all you do. And see how far you can get before you you miss a jump or you die. And and obviously the more it goes on, the more difficult it gets. And you can basically tilt the iPhone left and right to go from one side of the of the temple wall to the other to collect the coins and stuff. And you've just basically got to get the highest score that you can. Yeah. Um, as you collect the coins, you can then buy upgrades as well. So you can get like, so you're invisible to the monkeys or the walkways that are sort of got gaps in them. Sort of get solid for a while while you're running along. It's it's just really good fun, and it's it's just you know one of those like you know if you've got five minutes to waste and you you want to do something. It's a really good game for that. Uh, and then the other game I've been playing on on well I've only played it once because that's the only time you can play. You can only play it once. Oh, ever what once ever what. And it's called it's called Don't one. Destroy si- your iPhone. The game. <laughs> it's called one single life, and that's it. That's all it's called. Uh, right? It's free. It's free to download. You don't. Have I was going to gonna joke and say life, but <laughs> yeah, it's called one single life. And basically, it is it, simply uh, a game where you have to jump from one building to another, mm-hmm. uh, but you only get one life. If the the first time you die. That is the end of the game and the end of you ever playing it. You can't unless you delete it and download it again. You can't play it again. And each, obviously, each building's get further apart or there'll be an angle to each other and things of that nature. And it's basically the only thing you do is do an upward swipe at the right moment to get him to jump the right distance from between so one building. How many buildings did you jump between? Well, now, interestingly, at, ah. the beginning of, at the beginning of each one, it tells you how many people failed on that level. Yeah. Okay, so you get a percentage. It's like in the Matrix when Neo first tries his first jump. It is. Jump. It is just like that. <gasps> That's basically what it is. Uh and it looks it looks great, but what it does do, which is kind of cool, before each level, you can have a practice level where you can just try it as many times well, as you uh, want. It's not like life, then. <laughs> no, so you so you're ready to you know when you feel you've got it you know got it off to part, you can do it every time. Then you go for it. Now the level I got to was where 91 percent of people had failed at that point. I'd done the practice bit for that level, and I nailed it every single time. And then when I actually did it, I fell. 
and that was it. Uh, so. But again, it'd be interesting to see how far people can get on this. So if you've got an iPhone, download it and let us know how and far. Film yourself got. playing it. And film yourself. Watch film. See if you got further than Stu. It could be like, in but it did. Face, Stu. It, it did make you feel sort of. There was a lot of tension because you're like, you're doing it like, oh, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. And then when you actually do it, and you you do it like, oh, I did it. And then all of you, like, when I did finally fell, I was like, no, I can't believe I did that. Can't believe it. So that and that. And that really is about it for me this week. I haven't honestly had no time to play anything else since we recorded three days ago. So that is it. Oh, you only had 20 uh, minutes worth of stuff to talk about. What's wrong with you? I know, I know. Right, Duke, moving yes. on to you. Um, what have I been playing? I've been playing uh, the Gears of War, that thing. Uh, and I've been, uh, for some reason, I just decided one day, I was like, you know what? I want to do Fallout 3 again. So now I'm doing another Fallout 3 run through. This is my fourth playthrough now. I think fourth, maybe fifth. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I don't know. I just got the urge to Wasteland, Capital Wasteland. I don't know. Um, Yeah, it's so much more. I mean, it's not really very different from Fallout New Vegas, but certain things are much more simplified. Like, again, eating food instantly heals you. And... I don't know, it just feels like a lot of things are more, you know, they're less complex because, yeah, it's a less complex game. Um, but whatever, it's it's a great game, it's wonderful, I love it. I'm a, this is my first time doing all the DLC all at once, so that'll be interesting. And yeah. Yeah, no, I must admit, I saw you playing that, I'm like, what the hell is he playing that again for? <laughs> it's, that's the thing, is that like there's some games, like Quantum of Solace is another good example, like, I know I'm going to love playing it, you know what I mean? Uh, there are certain games where I, I I know that there's almost pure pleasure when I'm going through it, and it's interesting to look at the story now that I know all the different stories. And I don't know, it's just something really nice about going through it. So yeah, that's me. So did you? By the way, I, another question. I might as well ask you this: Did you have you finished Tom Bissell's book then? On, on I'm about halfway through with it, and it's awesome. how, how are you finding that? You're going to give us a mini review of that? The most How's interesting thing about it is all the stuff where they talk about before they the development of the first game and like all the stuff that they came up with that they didn't use like there was this stingray jellyfish locust that was originally going to sit up in the sky and come down and hurt people if they stayed in one spot for too long but then they realized that wasn't an issue because nobody was staying in one spot for any period of time so they just got rid of it and you know the interesting early designs of the locust and uh, the early designs of Marcus Phoenix and of the logo and stuff and like yeah it's just some interesting insight and you know Tom writes in a really engaging way so I am definitely enjoying it Good stuff. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Ginny, what have you been up to in the last three days? Okay, so um, now I've been playing a game, right? And it's one of those games where if if you wanted to hear me talk about it for ten minutes, there's probably something seriously wrong with you. <laughs> nah. Uh, so people are just fascinated by you. Well, hold on, hold on. Uh, so basically, for some reason, where I wrote it down. It's completely conked out on me. But oh what, what what I've done is, oh, I know why. For some reason, I'm now logged into the podcast thing. So um, I've been playing a game called uh, Tron Evolution. All right, okay. All right, yeah. All right. This yeah. is based on the most recent movie. Correct. Right. Now, you know, whatever. It's, it's a game, a, a movie-based game. Now, I thought... To talk about this game, I wrote a hundred words about the game. So, 
this is it. This is all I'm going to say about this game. 100 words. You ready? Yeah. So, Trot Evolution. Those, that's not part of the 100 words. Okay. A third-person action game with elements of platforming and button-bashing combat. The combat makes use of the iconic disc that can be used for long and short-range attacks, which can also be upgraded with bombs and shit. The platforming fails to look cool, uh, and even the game controls how I imagine OnLive to control if you had a really bad connection. Uh, you'd think the vehicle sections would be the coolest part of the game well thanks to sluggish controls it quickly turns into the most dull sections of the game at least Daft Punk are in it come on where's the beat uh, beat takes an hour one, anyway. one out of five one out, one out of five oh. so it's not good then it's, it's, it's pretty poor uh yeah. yeah, it's it, it. You know, if 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 on live had a bad connection and you expect laggy controls, that's what it controls like. But I'm not on on live. I'm playing Xbox. You know, it's just uh, it's like it tries to be Prince of Persia, but it's just totally shite. Mm. Now, now See, don't be going dissing the on live, man. Good game, but I knew mm. it was. I'm not dissing the on live. No, you are. You no, are. I'm I'm not, not, it's not that. No, it's not that laggy. Honestly, it isn't. I never said it was. But that's not what he said. If if online yeah. was laggy, which sometimes it is, not all the it time. It is. No, that is true. Right? That's probably how Tron controls. Like that's it. But to be to actually, in, no. To be fair, to online, it oh, doesn't. Fucking hell. I'm okay, listen, listen, listen. not online. No, listen, listen. <laughs> yeah, listen started, no, but you had to say it. Like you said it. But right, no. What online does, and this is what it does, right? If if it starts to get a, a dodgy connection, yes, it lowers it the resolution. Yeah, it lowers the resolution. It very rarely goes laggy. To be fair, well, whatever. You're spoiling my review. It just goes a bit, bit cloudy looking. My point is, you don't feel very connected to the com- to person you're controlling in the game Tron Evolution. And the vehicle sections, which you would think, oh, this is going to be awesome. Shite. Really boring. Oh, dear. So, not a great game. Tron Evolution. Yeah, that's not good, is They're it? Five hours to finish. Um, if, you, if you can pick it up for three pounds, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> God. Damn. That must be really bad. It's just boring. God, that's really not good. Have you played anything else? Um, I played Gears, but that was for the play date. Right, yeah. So you've not you've not played any more. Camp- have you you finished the campaign anyway? Haven't you? No, I'm on the last act. Uh, My friend still team. hasn't come back from work. Well, he, he comes back today actually. Um, so I might be playing it tomorrow. Oh, uh, but you haven't done any insane then or anything yet? I've done some of the horde on insane. I haven't done any of the campaign on. Right. Well, I, I'm still at the same point as I was on on gears, but I do need to find a playmate to play with me. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? I know, yeah. Local, local. Sorry, insane. Uh, yeah, because God, I love us. <laughs> uh, because yeah, because I'm I'm still no. Obviously, I haven't got any save at all on the game, so I need to find someone who's finished to help me finish it. I'll, I'll get there at some point. I will. Someone, well, please uh, answer his call. Well, when help I, well, me. Well, when I finish me. When I finish it, me. Stu, I'll uh, I'll help you out. Okay, yeah, I need I need some help out. And anybody else help who wants me. to join us, you can. Yeah, yeah, because I need someone. Anyway, well, I think I think that's it for us. I what we've been playing, and, yeah, I do apologise because obviously we haven't had long between shows due to technical issues Man, last week. But you know, talk about that thing I wrote about on live. They got all covered up by the last podcast thing. Did you guys? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You can we can do if you like. I'm just you, curious to know what you think. You dissing the on live, I no, guess. No, I'm not dissing it. I'm saying 
Well, You're very defensive about the online, Jim. Sort of. Well, because I think people are are unfairly down on it, really. That's why. You well, know, because I and and I would say a lot of the people who are down on it haven't really tried it. Well, I would, Stu, but I'll get them on away. I know, I know. That's fine. Lo- well, lo- I've lo- tried lo- it. You know, I've tried it. Yeah, once. I bet you've not tried it since, have you? No, but here's the thing. Well, there you go. I'm then. not arguing that's that's that point about. Look, it's not about the. The, the the speed of it. I mean, the speed. Let's assume the speed is perfect. That's yeah. that's not my concern here. My concern is, as I wrote on the site, like the game library is pretty unimpressive. They are getting some new games, but I do agree. You know, whatever. It doesn't have the best graphics in the world, but whatever. I don't really care about. Well, it de- it depends on your connection. Well, yeah, but I mean, they are going to be compressing things in order to send it through the wire yeah, quickly. That is true. Um. Convenience is a good thing, but it's not quite there yet because the infrastructure isn't really there. The nifty bells and whistles like the arena are cool, but that's not really a you know deal breaker going to make me go out and get it. Well, my point is deal breaker. Well, my point is this: I think that OnLive really needs to take advantage of the fact that they have the ability to offer a lot of relatively, you know, not so new games. Okay, let me rephrase that. Relatively old games. We don't need to speak in euphemisms. They got some not so new games. Um, but they could offer some of those old games for really cheap and get people in that way. I think that would be the best way for them to go. Well, they sort of do that already. I uh, mean, the, sort of. They got that little packet. You can what? All oh, you can. No, they do do that. But but even some of the older games are cheap. They're like eight pounds or ten pounds. Yeah, but I'm talking you know, about so. real. I'm talking about like Steam summer sale rates. Well, like good old I games, guess. like three dollars for the game. The biggest the biggest issue with online at the moment is that, that that they haven't got enough games on there. They haven't. I mean, it's about 150. That's what I'm saying so, though. Even if they only work with the library, I mean, they should expand their library. There's no doubt about it. That's a given. But even if yeah. they are only looking to work with the games they have, the one thing they could really claim is cheap, cheap games. And that would really get them a lot of attention if they did that but they're not and i think that's a shame because i think that lets means that they're missing an opportunity that they really could have i agree but on the flip side of that i think you know like the the guy who runs on live said you know he only expects him to get big when the new set you know a lot of consoles come out and by that time they'll have had time to tweak the you know the way it works and maybe improve on that and things of that nature and by that time there'll be more people with decent internet connections you know, and it's like he said, what are you going to do to play the latest games? Are you going to go and spend another £400 or, you know, 300 or $400 or whatever to get the latest console? Or are you just going to, you know, play them on there without paying yeah, any connection? Yeah, that's fine. I can see that. I just, I don't know. It seems like a weird business strategy to be like, we're going to get this thing working eventually. And then when the new... Well, it does work. I mean, I mean, no, 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 it I'm not, I'm not, not like, work. Get, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm saying that, like, people don't know about it and it's not got... It, the only real selling point it has right now is convenience yeah no and i, I, I feel like they could really snag a lot of attention and market share if they also went for price that's all i'm saying now i mean the interesting thing is and uh, you know and this is something that you know i should mention is a lot of people are down on it because they say no oh, well, if your internet connection fails that's it you know guys which is true you know we can't deny that because yeah. if your internet connection like mine didn't last week there was no yeah. way i could play yeah. it you, you wouldn't know. be able to play anything so i don't disagree but uh even today um stalker 2 you know, the new, you know the, that's supposedly going to be released in 2012, is going to have a connected-to-the-internet DRM on it. So Oof. unless you 
connected all the time to the internet. You can't yeah, play I the mean, game. Uh, yeah, they did that with Dragon Age, and it's yeah. And there's quite sucks. a few games employing that sort of DRM now. And, and that's not like a know, selling point for OnLive. That's a not selling point. For no, it isn't. Game. But I'm saying it's not just it's not exclusive just on live, yeah. to OnLive that that has that issue. You know, yeah, a lot like, of games with that, OnLive, if the, say if OnLive was your only console, then it would be like a problem because every game definitely. employs it. Yeah, definitely. But at this stage, like, I don't think anybody is using OnLive as their first main console. No, and I'm not. You know, and I said this last week. That to me, it's a, a supplementary thing to your existing console if you want to play some demos or get some fairly cheap games because they do have some good offers on there. Now, interestingly, just about the specials. You know, I'm with JD Jackson. I don't know whether you've read his comment. Uh, the, the specials are because if you like, say, if you pre-order Arkham City, you get it for. $27 you only play back, plus you get a free console as well chucked in. Uh-huh. So that's why it's special. It's uh, not special because it's cheap. It's right, special because yeah. you get a free console chucked in with it. Yeah, I was going to say, it didn't look that cheap. But yeah. Whatever. So I mean, they are cheaper what... than the console games, but they are still not cheap enough. So, I don't know. No. And I, I, think, I think that'll come into it. We've just got to wait and see and give it a chance. And I think that's the problem. At the moment, not everyone's giving it a chance. So I've, I've been impressed. I've been super impressed with the, with the slickness of it. Yeah. You know, and I like all the Brad Clip stuff, and I like all the being able to watch other people play the games and all those. Because it, it made me think. It made me think. Because when I'm playing Amnesia, if anyone sort of, you know, gets an online account and just has a quick look, if I'm online playing, they can watch me shitting myself. Yeah, but they can't hear you it. talking about it. Can yeah, they? you can. Yeah, really? if I have a Bluetooth headset on, yeah, you could Oh, be. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, here's so the you thing. Could li- With these Brad you could hear clips, me stream. Can you export Brad Clips to uh, YouTube? Not that I'm aware of, that but I haven't checked really, into I mean, that. it wouldn't be really cool. It would be kind of cool. It's possible. I don't know. I know it, it links to Facebook and to uh, Twitter, so maybe you can export them on Facebook. Yeah. I don't really know. It probably would come down the line. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's that, that did make me think, you know, that would be kind of cool. If it's like, because there's no limit to how many people can watch someone playing a game at the same time. So, you know, 40 veteran gamer people could watch me crap myself whilst I'm playing Amnesia. Good luck with that. <laughs> I know. So I thought, I thought that was quite kind of funny. And, and one of the things that I thought that it'd be really cool for, you know, and it, if you could imagine a game like FIFA 12 on there and you, you set up a tournament or whatever and sort of, you know, people could watch the games as they happen. You know, so there is some cool stuff in there that's just not, you know, been fleshed out yet, you know. And uh, I sort of agree with a lot of your points. You know, I don't, I don't sort of disagree with everything you're saying. Yeah. Um, but I think we've just got to give it a chance, you know. I think I think we've got to just, you know, give it some time and see what give happens. Give peace a yeah. chance. It's early days. It's very early days with it, you know. So we've got to. I mean, how many times in the past has someone said, you know, like the Wii's a good example. The Wii'll never succeed. What a stupid name that is. So you just never know. I think you've just got to give it a chance. Uh, so yes, it is our time uh, for the indie pick. So it's slightly different this week because uh, Geeks Games, who developed the game, actually very kindly sent me a code. So I've actually given. So the naturally, game a... it's a ten out of ten for you, Stu. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, uh, we'll see. But so let's see. What? Even 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 without a code, you can play a lot of this game for free. Well, you can keep sort of starting and stopping every eight minutes, well, can't you? Can just save your it game up. along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can keep playing it. Yes. So let's see what Vlados thought first of all, and then uh, I'll tell you what I thought, and, and you guys can say what you thought. Indie Game Review Review Hey, shut the hell up, people. Vlados back again with another indie game review for you to suck on. This week we're looking at The Fall of Gods, a new title from Geeks Games, a French studio. Ooh la la. 
The Fall of Gods is a very fast-paced action RPG with a storyline right out of Zelda or Avatar, The Last Airbender. Dialogue and plot are revealed through Final Fantasy-style text boxes, and combat is very swift and usually over in seconds. The demo allows you to play for 8 minutes, but you can reload a saved game on your next startup. This is how indie RPGs should work their demos. Although the fast pace is a refreshing change from how sluggish some indie RPGs are, it almost feels too fast here. The graphics are cute, but there are many 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 things on the screen, and it's hard to tell what's a vine you can climb, and what's a cliff that will block you. Still, if you want a quirky little distraction with a storyline that could, I suppose, be described as epic, check it out. The Fall of Gods is 240 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlados is out of here like last year. There you go. Um, okay, now the developer states that there's about 10 hours of gameplay in this, and it's, it is part one. I don't know of how many parts. 700! I know, this is part one. Oh, wait, 700! Since it's a French yeah. developer. Il faut now, qu'on parle seulement en français, parce qu'il y a un développeur français. Now, you can tell he's French, because there are some typos. Oh, so some, voir, some... c'est très facile de voir que c'est quelqu'un de la France. There is some issues with the type dialogue in places. Il y a beaucoup Okay, all right, you can speak All right, French. enough already. <laughs> well done, you're uh, very at ease, all of you. Oh, uh. Tu n'aimes pas que je parle en français? But, uh, art style-wise, I like it. I think it looks sort of kind of nice. I like the art style. Kind of okay. nice. So, so that's okay, we're, we're fine with that. Uh, moving around, I agree, it, it is a bit too fast. You, you do feel like you're moving way too fast than you need to move. And the combat is, is very... I mean, it's very simplified Zelda, you know, and that, that's really what it is. It's like a very early Zelda Even, game. But, I mean, your, your health is little hearts that yeah, go away. little hearts. And, but, but I like the way they do the magic as well. That's, that's kind of cool. You know, little lightning bolts and stuff when you start picking up magic spells and things of that nature. And the first biggish dungeon I got to, which was like a water dungeon, mm. it, was, it was pretty well done. I liked it. They had a little bit of a wave effect going on the top, so you did feel like you were underwater or whatever, and that was kind of cool. And there was like the, the enemies were like mermaids, uh, and you did have to hit them a few more times than the ones on the surface, so that was all right. And there were some quite really well-thought-out puzzles, you know, with switches and boxes and, you know, opening different doors and going getting things from chess, then you could finally do... So some of the stuff you couldn't do until you had the right sort of things, right? So I was like, I'm okay with this so far. It's, it's kind of engaging. I'm all right. That. The story's a bit sort of blah, like normal type story. Um, but then I started hitting some real game-breaking bugs. Game. Yeah, and two of them were... Game Breaker. Now, I do believe a patch is in the works, so I'm not going to condemn it too much until that's out and see if that fixes it. Damn no! But one of the first one of which, okay, I... There's a bit, right, if you, when you go to a boss fight, you can't... Because you can save pretty much anywhere, apart from when you're facing a boss. Okay. So I'd opened all these, like, stirs and stuff so I could get... Then the stirs disappeared once I got to the boss, and then you couldn't save anymore. Okay? The boss jumped on my head, and it was this, like, water tentacle thing. Right? Uh, and then I couldn't attack it. It didn't kill me, and that was it. I was just stuck in place with this sort of thing that looked like a squid on my head. Uh, sure and that was it. sure it's a design element, like in uh, Team Fortress no, 2 with the nothing hats? you could do. It was just... 
stuck there and you could like turn around inside it but you couldn't move out of it you couldn't kill it and sort of nothing changed mm, right so I just fun. now this is listed as one of the potential issues right that the, the water can sort of freeze your game or whatever so that happened and i was like well that's fine need to make sure i save before i go in the room though so i sort of came and there's like there's like a block you have to move to get the stairs to come down i was near that when i saved saved when I re- and, then, and then the same thing happened again. I had another issue where it was stuck on my head and I couldn't do anything. So I thought, I need to kill it quick, then it doesn't get stuck on my head. So I thought, I'll reload. So I reloaded, and I was stuck under the block that I had to move, and I couldn't move out from there. So every time I reloaded, I was stuck under the block. So I was just like, no, no, no. no. So I thought, I'll do it one more time, and I'll save in a different spot. So I sort of came down and saved in a different area that wasn't near the block or anything of that nature. Uh, went up, had a, and the exact same thing and, you know, happened with the tentacle boss wing got stuck on the spot again. And in the end, I was just like, well, you know, until this gets fixed, I can't play this game, you know. And it's a shame because I think, you know, the developers put a lot of, of time and effort into making it, you know, because it's a pretty big game, you know, and there's lots of stuff to explore. And like I say, there was some fairly well thought out puzzle type elements in it. And I just feel a bit sad, really, that it's just not been made as well as it could have been. You know, and that's that's my take on playing. You know, a lot of it that it just could have been a lot better. It's a, it's a good premise that's been spoiled, unfortunately, by really bad bugs, and and you just can't have that in a game. You can't have it, and especially not in an indie game. You can't, you can't have that. So, yes. Chini, what did you think? Well, it's a tough sell for me. You know, uh, not really into these games anymore. I like the original Zelda, but like that was a long time ago. So it's it's tough for me, and you throw a lot of text at the start, and you, you you're struggling to keep my attention. Um, so for that reason, like it's not for me. It's not a game that I would buy or play. Um, but you know, I, I felt like the combat was okay. You know, like it, it it felt good, and I thought like there's probably a lot here, and for people who like these types of games, like someone like Steve Conger would probably love this. Um. So I can't really say too much. It's again, that's not for me. But the, uh, one thing I will say is at the start, you know, when they, they talk about the the six god did this and the seventh god yeah, did this, yeah, yeah. I was like, these gods are stupid. They should be sacked for their work <laughs> <laughs> because their work is shoddy at best. Their end of year review is going to be shocking. Yeah. If you was their gaffer, Stu, you wouldn't be very happy at their workflow, would you? No, definitely not. It took ages. You know what I mean? So, um, the other thing, the other thing I didn't mention. The other thing I did mention, which yeah. was a bit annoying, gaffer's was, like a boss. Okay. Yeah, was it was the music looping, and he yeah, kept on stuttering all the time, and I was yeah. like, that got really annoying after a while, you know. And it just changed for no reason. And I thought, oh, something's happening, and then it, it wasn't. It was just yeah, changing. Yeah, it was the clearly music. like. I mean, look, I'll give this person credit for yeah. t- trying something on this kind of scale, but I'd say, and I mean, if this is part one of a number, like I think I think maybe they bit off too much. You know what I mean? Like, try a smaller chunk. And put more time into differentiating your graphics and making the music transition more smoothly and things like that. Yeah, I do think it's a good effort, you know, and I don't want to be too down on the developer I will. because, you know, nah, well, you always are. <laughs> um, because I do feel like they've, they've really tried to put a lot of effort in. I mean, like I say, I will give it another chance and I'll give an updated sort of, you know, views on it once it's been fixed, mm-hmm. you know, and the, and, the, and the patch is out for it. Um, but yeah, I, I would recommend anyone who likes that sort of 2D, you know, yeah, like Steve Cotter would love this type of game, right? Yeah, definitely give it a whirl. I don't think it's so terrible you can't, well, it is a bit, at the moment it's a bit broken. Uh, but once that gets fixed, you know, it, it might be worth a look. 
It might work well, but he needs fixing. Get it fixed, and then we'll we'll give it another look. Yeah. Um, okay. At this point, uh, I think I think it's time that we should uh, look at some more confessions, really. You kid, why don't you spill your guts? Tell us everything. Thing, 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 thing. Okay, um, what I thought we'd do this week is similar to last week. So we'll do uh, two shortish ones and and then a big one. You know, we'll go one of the big sort of story I'm type I'm a big podcaster and I need a big cereal. Right, are you ready? You ready? Yes. Here is the first one. It's from Step J. Uh, and he says this. He says this. I was bought Borderlands for Christmas a few years back after nagging for weeks that I wanted it. And it's still in the wrapper. Uh, oh, my uh, God. OMGs! Yeah. What are you thinking? Not that acceptable. Awesome. I think I think the worst thing about this confession is that he was nagging for it. You know, he really yeah. wanted it. Yeah. yeah. You better recognize how lucky you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming it was his wife as well, potentially, who bought it for him. You'd think, wouldn't you? If he's nagging anyone, it would be his I wife. If he's, I wonder if he's told his wife that he hasn't played it yet. I know. Yeah, that's not good, is it? But but to be fair, that's similar to what I did with Oblivion. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I want this game. It's going to be great. Oh, I can't wait. Right. And my wife bought it me for my birthday in May. Uh, but I didn't actually play it till about the following sort of January, the following year. So yeah. I, I have a similar sort of scenario. <sighs> to that. So you're also as bad as the it person. Is. But, but then having said that, when I did start playing it, I played it for over 140 hours and completed everything there was to do in the game. So at least it wasn't as bad as this. Yes. You know, so they do it. So, what are, what are we thinking? Does he get forgiveness for this, or is this? No, a... he has to play it. Yeah, yeah I think really, I think that he does. If you play it, yeah, yeah. But he needs a punishment, so he has to play something bad. Yeah, yeah. Killer's it's, dream is a killer's dream. I think that's a standard punishment, really. That's right. You've got to download the indie game Killer's Dream and play it. And, and we need play. evidence. We need a photo. Yeah, we do. We do. We need a photo of you playing Killer's Dream and then joining. No, it. you don't need a. You can't ask for evidence. Because we can't. What is that? That's like nope. a Catholic priest being like, oh. uh, "Give me evidence that you did a bunch of hail marys." Well, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I mean, how how are we to prove he's you know served his penance? Stu, no. I mean, Duke, no pictures. No, didn't happen. Yeah, didn't. Yeah, happen. Need evidence. Yes. Uh... Someone can tell me they had a threesome, but if I don't see pictures, it didn't happen. Yeah, it never happened. Okay. Okay. Yeah, is that fair? Is that fair? Okay. Yep. Moving on, the next one, another short one. Now, similar. This is a similar one. It's very similar. Uh, but Nick, I Nitrous. never played Flower. Should no, I play Flower? No. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Nick Nitrous, and he says this. I got Gears of War for the first Christmas. It was out. I traded it in two weeks later because I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And uh, nice. then a few years later, bought it again for seven pounds to play court with the misses and loved it. So, what do you think? Of the, so he sort of did a complete turnaround. What do you think? No, no. I think he doesn't need forgiveness. No, I, d- I don't. I don't. He saw the error of his ways, and he and he realized. yeah, really. And he's a, he he loves like Gears of War three, doesn't he? So you know that's yeah. that's good as well. In fact, you're fine. Playing. Get out there and have fun. Is that is that okay then? Yep. He's yes. Fine. He's right, okay. Now, uh, I'm trying to figure out which is the best one for the slightly long one because we've got a couple, and one one of them is very funny. I know. I feel like I should save it. Because it's so funny. Oh, tell us now. Do you want the really funny one? The one that really yes. makes me laugh when it... Okay. Yes. Go. Uh, this one's from Master Zulu, and I, I, I think you're going to struggle to forgive him this, to be honest. Okay. 
Okay, here we go. He has two. He has a shortish one and then a longish one. So we'll do the short one first. Okay. I'm becoming an OAP here. He says, I have around 80 Xbox 360 games in his collection, and he goes nuts if they are not kept in alphabetical order. So that's. Oh it. my God. That's his. Fair. <laughs> Wouldn't you love, right? If you went around his house, you'd just like mix them around just for a. Well, yeah, that's his penance. Mix them up. <laughs> You know, he should tell his, his girlfriend or wife. I don't know whether he's married or not. Here's what he has to do. He has to organize them according to the color of the spine. Well, they're all the same color. They're, they're Xbox 360 games. No. What are you talking about? Oh, well, I guess, yeah. I guess the game, yeah. Okay, oh. you know, that's fair. And, but how, what order would he put them in, then? All the black ones go together. All the white ones go together. Oh, all so the red shade. ones go together. Darkness. Yeah, shade. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's what you've got to do as a pennant chair. You've got to rearrange them in color order. I like that. You'll probably enjoy that, though. No, probably. He's Fine. Obviously... At least it's not alphabetical order. Yeah, he's obviously. It's got... okay to have penance yeah. that you enjoy. Yeah. Anyway, but this, this, right? Okay, I really don't know. So, so how we're we going to forgive him? I don't know. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, years back, I was playing Soul Calibur on the original Xbox with my girlfriend's eight-year-old brother. I'd been playing this game for some months and felt I was pretty handy at it. So, proceeded to show off with dazzling combos and an itinerary of special moves only to be beaten round after round by the eight-year-old Scrote, bashing all four face buttons as fast and hard as possible. No matter what I tried, all my gaming skill was no match for the speed my opponent was mashing those buttons. Five to six rounds of being consistently beaten later, I snapped. I ripped the Xbox pad from his hands and shouted, It's my Xbox, and if you're not going to play it properly, you're not playing at all. And he cried. (laughs) <laughs> see here's the thing no forgiveness and here's why no if he had won he wouldn't have said that he wouldn't have had that attitude and you never playing it right he only got mad that the dude wasn't playing it right because he lost guy was playing it wrong and it worked so i don't have any sympathy for that oh, i don't think we can feel and i don't even really know what his penance has got to be i mean this is probably a few... I, I mean, he's got to do something. I, I think he should buy this this boy, you know, however early... A game is pen. He's probably, a, he's probably an adult, then. He'll be a teenager, won't he? An adult. Killer's like. Dream. Yeah. And if, no, I think he's got to play Killer's Dream and buy it and play it to the end. Oh, yeah. Well, there is no end. It just keeps sucking over and over again. Cool. Yeah, I think... Uh, play I it for an hour straight. Yeah, I don't know how we can forgive him that because that is really... Bad. That's horrible. I hope you apologize to the person involved. Yeah. If not, go do that. And, and buy him a game and play your killer's dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've got to do all that stuff because otherwise you'll never forgive him for that. And, and Chini, any, any final thoughts on that one? Um, I don't know because kids are stupid. So, you know, it doesn't really bother me if he, he makes some kid cry. <laughs> I guess. You know what I mean? Kids are just, oh, they don't know what's going on. And also, it did make me wonder whether he really was that good at Soul Calibur, you know. Well, he so, says. No, See, that's reason... what I liked about Soul Calibur, though. You could just mash all sorts of weird <laughs> but the only thing, The only reason I'm saying this is because uh, I played... What did I play you at, Chini, on the, on the, on the could... NES? Was it... Oh. No, no, no. That, that was me doing the, that was me doing the button bashing thing. But play Killer In... And you, you handed me my arse on that because you knew yeah. all those special moves and stuff. Yeah. I did that. I did. Yeah. Yeah, it needs to practice more. That's what I mean. Uh, so that's the end of Confessions for this week. And uh, thank you again for all of those. And we have got loads more to go. So uh, don't we worry. don't have so much time, everybody. But we'll get I to know, them. I know, I know. We will get to them. And, have we got and loads Dave, more, have we? Yeah, we've got quite a few. Quite a few. Uh, but keep on sending in because it will be cool to have some uh, maybe live confessions on the live show. So if you've got one, you can come on and, and actually read out your own confession. 
and ask for <gasps> forgiveness. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. So we get some people on to confess to us, and uh, we can do some live ones. So yeah, if you've got a if you've got a Skype connection headset, and you want to come on and, and, and ask for forgiveness on the live show, uh, we'll get you on there when we do. We'll let you know dates and stuff, and we'll arrange that so you can come on and, and tell us your confessions. Okay, moving on. We we didn't do any news last week because there wasn't much, and no. and to be fair, there isn't much more this week to be honest. But I thought I thought we would do some stuff. I thought we'd do some stuff. All right. Uh, now the first thing, first things first, uh, is yeah. This is this relates to Duke because it's, it's well, I don't know how near it is to where he lives, but I'm guessing it's near-ish. Uh, but um, yeah, a company uh, called the Costume Company broke the world record for the most cosplayers gathered in one place. Oh my uh, goodness! Which was at uh, New Berlin. Is it Berlin? Is that right? Is that how it's spelled? Mm-hmm. Wisconsin? I have no idea. Have you never heard of this place? Then? I've never heard of this place. You've never. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. How big I'm is sure there's company? villages in I mean, England you don't know about. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I guess I don't know. But I don't know. But anyway, uh, there was 425 gathered assembled to better the previous record of 376 that was set at the gaming convention in London in May 2009. So it was an English record. So the amount. Ah, we're better. Um, so I was wondering, Duke, if you'd have gone to this convention, which you obviously didn't, no, I wouldn't. Uh, what would you have dressed as? What would you? I would not have. No, but uh, see, here's the thing. No, here, okay, but here's the thing. Um, I think that if you do, if you if you wear a costume, and I don't, I don't even know why the whole cosplay thing comes from. It just sounds weird. Um, if you wear a costume, it should. There are three rules you should have for a costume. Number one, it should be instantly understood by everybody. Not everybody, but everybody who's going to get it should get it instantly. It should not be something you have to explain. If you have to explain your costume, you're doing something wrong. Okay, so that's one. Number two, it shouldn't be something you have to schlep around stuff all day. You have, it should be able, you know, part of what you're wearing and like, you know, just have it with you. Number three, it should be something that fits your body type. So, like, if you're a teeny, skinny little person, you shouldn't be Marcus Phoenix because he's not a skinny little person unless you put on, like, a muscle. <laughs> that is quite funny. So, I don't know. What video game characters are for, like, a, a bald, pudgy white guy? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, you wouldn't, uh, you, know. you wouldn't go as eco, then? Have you got, like, a yeah, I can't go as eco. I'm not a little kid. Have you got a Viking helmet, though, with horns It doesn't on? matter. I'm not a little kid. <laughs> I never asked this last week, either, by the way. How weird is that game in so much as, like, why has he got horns? You know, why is it? Because, it... you got to read the book and you'll get all the backstory you want. Uh, well, I'll find out. it goes all in there. Well, I'll find out why kids grow horns in that world. Yes. Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's all in there. It's a good book. You should read it. Now, talking of cosplay, After I don't think... Tom Bissell's book. I don't think we ever mentioned this, but there was... Did we mention the very good cosplay person at Eurogamer? Did we mention uh, that? I just told Duke about it briefly. Person yeah. in a costume. Yeah, there was a now there was a Harley Quinn uh, from Batman, and yeah. yeah, she she was pretty good. I have she to was say, very good. She, she was she looked. I mean, it, she like could have just walked out of the game. Yeah, she looked exactly like Harley Quinn. She's she did, on. and uh, the yeah. costume was great as well. She had like real leather belts, like strapped around her and everything. It was all cool. The yeah. costume was amazing. I'm I'm guessing somebody either made it for her or she was like, you know, doing textile design or something and made it herself. It was I'm not gonna lie, people who do that it sort was of very thing, impressive. they put in a lot of work and they do some really impressive stuff. It was very impressive. And her friend was pretty good as well. They were both impressive looking. Yeah, uh, her friend was like a female joker. joker. So 
it's yeah. not as as impressive because mm. it's a female Joker, but still, yeah. Put it put it this way: the guys manning the Batman Arkham City stand were giving her a lot of attention. See, that's the thing, though. You can't do Joker is so overdone. You got to let it go with the Joker. Yeah. You can't do a costume that everyone and their grandmother has done. That's why, I like, I was thinking, well, could I dress? You know, okay, I could be Mario. I, I you know, you give me a mustache and some bushy hair wig. I could look like Mario, but everybody does Mario. Mario's boring. So, what do you? I mean, what do you think of the cosplay thing in general? Then it's weird. People are devoting so much time to this. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, they do good work. But once you've spent all that time, you're going to want to get noticed for it. And, you know, it means you have to go to conventions. And who wants to go to those? But there's no, I mean, there's no doubt that people who do this are, you know, attention seekers. Because obviously you're not going to dress up as Harley Quinn and go and walk in, you know, a predominantly male environment dressed in a very skimpy outfit. And I said, And the thing about that is that, like... She put in a lot of work on the outfit, or I'll spend a lot of money on it. But that's not what people are paying attention to. All the guys are just going, <laughs> but <laughs> she's hot. <laughs> I said to Ginny, though, I said to Ginny, I said, Can you imagine if, you know, Tara came in one night and you were in bed and she came in dressed like that? What would you do? And he went, I'd say, What the hell are you doing? Take that off. <laughs> Get your pajamas on. <laughs> it's like that Leo Evans joke. It's just like, you know, when you see like a woman on the car and everyone goes, oh, She's. Oh, dear. What about it? This is what if you married her? Now she's your wife. What would you say then? Get off the fucking car, love. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But yeah, because I think it's in trend, like you say. I think when you know someone's put a lot of work in it, it's fairly impressive. But I think beyond that, it's a bit weird. That's the thing is that, like, somebody writes a story or paints a painting, that's a lot of work and that's impressive. But. It feels like it's it's something that lasts. That's the other thing is that co- you know making a costume is kind of transitory. Like it's good kind of once, you know, one Halloween or maybe two if you space it out over five years. But I don't know. I like the ones that are that don't require. I don't know. I think the ones that are like innovative and clever but don't require like seventeen years of work. I think those are the best ones because then I don't I, know, for for Christmas we mom mate likes to dress like fancy dress and stuff. And I yeah. dressed as uh, Altair from Assassin's nice. Creed, right? Yeah. And I put I a bit of it. Yeah, I, put, yeah. I put a bit of effort into it, but I didn't go yeah. mad, right? But I had to. Con- no one knew who I was. Yeah. Like, no one, apart from me and Marsh and Tara. See, that's the thing. Sometimes you you do a costume where like five percent of the people will get it, and they those who do will really get it. Yeah. Somebody did come up to me and goes, "You're that guy from Assassin's Creed, aren't you?" I was like, "Yeah." Was like, "Yeah." yeah. Oh, yeah. so those are really rewarding moments. And that's the other thing is like, if, you know, the Harley Quinn person, there's nobody going to not know who she is, right? Like, oh, every- God, no. Everyone would know. So, like, I think that's kind of cool when somebody does something that's a little more obscure. I was for, you know, Halloween is, I guess, a much bigger deal here than it is there. But um, you all see the movie Memento? Yes. Okay. So I took a Sharpie marker and wrote messages to myself all over my arms. And I was working at a bookstore when I did this. So. Uh, I have these Polaroids of the people I was living with and their baby, and I wrote, do not trust this baby. And then I was, like, ringing up the book over and over again. I was like, do you want a bag? No. Did you ring up that book again? Do you want a bag? No, I don't want a bag. What are you ringing a book up again for? Do you want a bag? What are you doing? And, like, most people had no idea. What is this crazy person? He's got no <laughs> memory. He's an idiot. But, like, every now and then I'd get someone come up go, oh, my God, you're a mental. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah. So that I like that. Yeah. 
No, that's that's kind of cool. I mean, that's a little bit like me with me with me Halloween pumpkins because I always do sort of some sort. That's of... nothing like you with you. No, no, because that was like I did Heath Ledger last year. You know, the Joker on a pumpkin, and, and the Joker's a pretty obscure character. Yeah. You must admit. And... No, not the Heath no. Ledger one, though. You know, but anyway, oh, yeah, like, no one knew that. You know, one. these kids. In <laughs> Everyone knows Jack no, You've got to remember the people who were doing trick or treating. They're usually like, Everybody's you know, mums with the kids who yeah. probably haven't even seen the film. Everybody's right? more familiar with the Mark Hamill Joker from the comics. <laughs> Correct. Anyway, uh, but every now and again. Somebody would know who it was, and it wasn't like everybody. But someone going, "No, it's the Joker." Yeah, well, it was obscure to the people but who were I looking at it. Would it be a better argument here? Yeah, no. Well, I might do that this year. I have got but a nobody design would get for that. that. I know. I have got a design for Bioshock. But, you you know. did it before, didn't you? No, I've not done a Bioshock one though. Sure you did that. No, I did. I've done I've done various ones over the years, but I haven't well, done. You showed me the design for it. I maybe did. Yes, I maybe showed you the design for one. But yes, I have got a Bioshock design, and I nearly did that. I've done. I did Portal. I did some portal ones, and I've done a few other bits and bobs. But anyway, moving on. So that's the first bit of news. Uh, second bit of news, right? Let's let's talk about this. Okay, um, scrolls. Okay, we've had all this sort of issues and oh, yeah. ripping off Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Bethesda and all this sort of, you know, exactly the same game from what I've heard. Yeah, uh, Marcus Pesson, Pesson, uh, Mojang founder, and and Pesson off. Um, and he said that Bethesda had a bogus claim, you know, and he, he thought it was stupid that, you know, because it was nothing like the game and it was a card game and, you know, he couldn't understand the issues and all this sort of stuff. Um, but Bethesda have actually come out this week and, and given their response to, to what he's been saying and stuff. And? And this is what they say. Uh, this is a business matter based on how trademark law works, and it will continue to be dealt with by lawyers who understand it and not by me or our developers. Uh, and that's uh, Pete Hines, uh, the Bethesda VP of Public, Re- uh, Public Relations. That's what he had to say about it. Uh, he went on to say, Mojang's public comments have not given a complete picture as it relates to their filings, our trademarks, or events that have taken place, he added. Uh, Nobody here enjoys being forced into this. Hopefully it will all be resolved soon. Um, yeah. Uh, I know. And this is what... Person. Person. I explained his reasons, and he offered to change the game's name. So he did say, look, I'll change the game's name just to sort this out. Uh, but he said, all our suggestions were tokens of goodwill. We wanted to end things in a friendly way, uh, where we met them halfway. I'm a huge fan of Bethesda's work, and I'm looking forward to Skyrim more than I am of any other game this year. Uh, picking a fight with my idol seems to be a silly idea. So that's, that's what he had to say in response, really. He's not picking a fight. They're picking the fight. He needs to stand up and not back down. It's the principle of the thing. Don't let him push you around, dude. Now, oh, wait, was he a French person you said? I don't know where he comes from, Netherlands. Yeah, he's Netherlands, that's right. He's well, they speak the French up there. Tout le monde regarde à vous pour la révolution. The only, the only thing I believe, <laughs> and I've read, I've read a few comments to this... Uh, you just moved on. From I know, I always do that. <laughs> uh, to this effect, basically they're saying if they don't defend the trade name, they oh, could please. lose the license to the Elder Scrolls. What? Well, they, this is this is the you know what some people are saying that oh, they're the having to do this because if they if they lose the, the if they lose this or don't fight it, then other people could use other parts of their game names and things like that, and there wouldn't be any recourse for it. Ugh, it's ridiculous. Like this. <sighs> But how far will it go? I mean, that's the real question. Is this going to go to the point where it's like, 
well, we have the in our title. You have the in your title. Forget it. No, it's stupid. I don't know. It's overreach. It's corporate overreach. VeteranGamers.net have got in contact with us, by the way. Just saying. Really? (laughs) There are some other. There's loads of veteran gamers type things. Yeah, but we're the best. Yeah, that's true. I don't care. Look, look, and I think that's part of it as well, right? Because if you're, I mean, God love us, there, there is no chance that this game will have any impact on the sales of Skyrim or the Elder Scrolls games in the future. There, there is no, no I think chance. All he's going to do is put personally my Minecraft on it. It's going to do all right. Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> and, you know, you know, and someone put here, though, why hasn't Blizzard sued him for using the word craft in the title of Minecraft then? But then... That's not quite the same because Minecraft is all one word, you know, and that's like people making copies of his, calling them Fortress Craft, isn't it? You know, how many games have, you know, come out on the indie games with a very similar name to Minecraft and almost the same game? And he hasn't gone around suing any of them, has he? Not that's yet. true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just weird, you know. Um, Stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see how this pans out, but... I've got to say, I think Bethesda are losing a lot of face on this, you know, and I think it, it does put that make them look bad more than even. Well, to us, but I mean, you know, for them, it's just a legal thing, like they said. Like they, this is just what they do, and you know, if you have a decent judge who understands that this is overreach, then they slap some back, and if not, then the independent developer says, "I don't have money for all these court bills and stuff. Forget it. I'll just change the name." Yeah, and I guess that's what's probably going to happen. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, moving on. Moving on. Uh, yeah. Rage. Okay, we talked a bit about it earlier. I've been playing it. But we need to talk Everybody about... Everybody loves it, right? Everyone. Well, everyone apart from PC gamers, which is sort of, you know, its biggest audience, really. Uh-oh. Um, because oh, there, have, there have been some major issues with the PC version of this game. It runs pretty damn well on sort of PS3 and 360 without any issues at all. Fantastic. So it should run on the PC, right? Oh, it should be brilliant. I mean, it should be much better looking, know. you know, it's best experience. PC background, the PC. Yeah. PC is kind of coming back now. A lot of people love the PC again because the graphics of the consoles are kind of getting old now. So it's probably fine, right? Absolutely. You'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd think so. But... Now, to be fair, it isn't it isn't its fault, you know, it isn't their fault that this is, is such a mess. Basically what's happened is um ATI and NVIDIA updated their drivers prior to the release of the game and the drivers used to test the game weren't the drivers that they released. Uh-oh. So, so they've, the, what they thought they were really, you know, tested on the latest drivers for both of those uh graphics card makers weren't. And unfortunately, when they release the drivers, it basically won't run properly on either of them. So it's it's almost unplayable on, on most PC systems. Ooh. Which is, I guess, if you're a PC gamer, pretty darn annoying. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're basically waiting for it to be sorted out, really. You know, Do and, they have uh, a deadline? Do they say when it's going to happen? No, and this and this is, I guess, the other problem. And and you know, I was sort of thinking about this. If if you were id, okay, and this game has sold pretty darn well on on the three sixteen PS three anyway. Yep. Are you, are you going to be that bothered about putting a load of resources into? So are we now the gamesmen? Is this now role playing? I don't know. I hadn't thought of it that way. You're now id software. What I hadn't, I hadn't thought of it that way. That wasn't. Are you really is. concerned? Um, 
So that's a level up answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. But, but now the boss fight. <laughs> <laughs> but if you worried, <laughs> if you worried, <laughs> would you would you put resources into fixing this? Yes, you put resources into fixing this. PC gaming isn't anything to sneeze at. If you're going to make a PC version, you fix it. No, I'm only asking. Lots of people have paid money for this game. That's who I care about. People getting what they pay for. Oh, we'll see. I mean, they should. You know, they have responsibility. Carmack himself said, uh, we do not see the PC as the leading platform for games. So? You know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Then don't put out a PC version of it then. Yeah. You can't go back like halfway through. Eh, you know what? We don't really feel like working on this anymore. Never mind. Sorry if you paid for it. You know, he went on to say, uh, that statement will enrage some people. But it is hard to characterize it. Otherwise, both console versions will have a larger audience than the PC version. A high-end PC is nearly 10 times as powerful as a console, and we could unquestionably provide a better experience if we chose that as our design point, and we were able to expend the same amount of resources on it. Nowadays, most of the quality of a game comes from the development effort put into it, not the technology it runs on. A game built with a tenth of the resources on a platform 10 times as powerful would be an inferior product in almost all cases. So that's what he what he sort of said, you know. When I don't I don't know because you know I think from a a PC gamer's point of view though this was the yeah you've got this on consoles as well but it still looks way better on a PC but obviously that hasn't been the case due to all these issues, you know. And think, they will fix it. You know the reason why they'll fix it is because they recognise that the PC audience though is not as big as big as the console audience. But they're very bitchy, the PC audience. And that's where their background is. They are a PC developer. All right? That's how they started. That's their fans. That's their fan base. They have to fix it, Stuart. There is no way. John Cormack is a very clever guy. There is no way they're not going to fix it. It would be ridiculous not to. Yeah, no, I do agree with you. I think it, it would do a lot more damage by not sorting it out. But it'd be interesting to see how long it takes for them to sort it out. It may be sorted out already, who knows? Doesn't matter because they only release a game every seventeen years anyway. But I don't know how it whether it'll be a new driver release from the, the It'll PC just be a patch. Or, or a patch from them by testing it on It'll the be a patch. There'll, there'll be some patch or something like that. Because do. I believe these these new drivers were put out so Battlefield three will look at its best. You know, I think that was part of the reason that the new drivers came out as well. It'll be a pack. But it does make me realise why I, I much prefer using a console. Cause you're this like, is why I play my Xbox. Yeah, all that shit you have to put up with just to play a game. And oh, But even the oh, new games coming out, you'll have to update all your drivers. <laughs> it's like, uh, you don't have to update drivers. Idiots have to do that. Can't be doing with that anymore. God. Um, okay, Chinny. Right, this, this one's directed at you, I guess. Rockstar released GTA 6. No, no. Uh, there's a preview uh, come out for Battlefield 3, the campaign. And by all accounts, it's pretty darn dull. Uh, did I, I? I think I predicted this. You did. You did. That's why I said this is this is for you, really. Um, it's from Kotaku. And they basically, they played through quite a few of the single-player missions on the PC. So it's on the best-looking platform. Um, if you've got the right drivers. If you've got, if you've got the right drivers. <laughs> Oh, um, but apparently he's saying it, it feels between bracing realism and a case of modern warfare me too ism. That's how he's described it, and yeah. he said, moreover, it simply suffers from an overarching lack of any sort of personality. That's what Battlefield single players have always been like. Yeah, yeah. yeah In fact, true. Bad Company One, right, was the best 
single player game they had. And that was yeah, okay ish, but that was mm-hmm. only because they didn't take it very seriously. They just yep. went nuts with it. And, and, See, and, and that's the thing is they've. Go ahead, Chinny. I was just saying, look, they got a lot of flack, right? For like, oh, it's like funny, it's not taking it seriously. It's like, well, every other first person shooter that's a, a modern war, like, combat game, uh, first person shooter. That doesn't take itself seriously. It's very difficult to pull off. And I think they did pull it off pretty well in Black Company 1. And either way, whether you do it seriously or not, the key is making interesting characters. Like, I don't really think that the Modern Warfare franchise has a very interesting storyline, but the characters are interesting. Soap is an interesting character. I'm sorry. The the guy with the beard as well, the Scottish guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, so those things are like important because you're not going to come up with an interesting story i don't think for any of these games because then the gameplay is boring if you it's very i think it's i it may be impossible to balance a good story with good gameplay when it comes to modern combat shooters i think it has to be that your characters are interesting to carry you through this relatively humdrum experience it's funny because again the brothers and arms games always like emphasize that their characters are Super interesting and detailed, but they're very boring and mundane. So they're onto something, but they they don't nail it. That's a that's a first person series that that's gone dead now. Oh no, yeah. there's another there's another Brothers in Arms coming, isn't there? Yeah, I think you might be right. I can't remember. I what think, it's called, yeah, I think it's more like Grindhouse. It's more kind of like it has got a personality. I think. Well, I mean, this is just just to give you an overview of the story. This is what the story's going to be. Okay, now. See if this sounds at all familiar to you. Shit's going to nuclear bomb done. No, not quite. Not quite, but not far off anyway. Okay. Uh, a US soldier named Black is being what? interrogated by Homeland Security regarding... Stop, some... stop. What? What, what, what? what? That's the beginning of Modern Warfare All right, 1. yeah. Well, well, let me... No, Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> Modern Warfare Whatever. 2. Who cares? Well, listen, listen. Uh, regarding some sort of terrorist attack... He recounts the events leading up to the present day, and each mission functions as a flashback. Oh, dear. They just shouldn't even bother with the story in these. I mean, they, they shouldn't bother with the first play, a single player. Seriously, drop the price 15 bucks and leave the single player out. Nobody will mind. You see, this is, this is almost the opposite of something like Dead Space 2, where it's like, why are you bothering with your multiplayer? Just you know, yeah, concentrate exactly. on doing well, a do, great single player. Do what they do best, which is multiplayer, and leave it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because all this is getting them is negative publicity. Now, maybe they're of the attitude that there's no such thing as negative publicity. But, I mean, come on. I think what what concerns me, I guess, is that, you know, all of this, oh, we're going to be better than Modern Warfare 3 this year. Everyone's going to love us. You know, we're going to be the, you know, we're going to eat into their audience and stuff. But this doesn't do them any favors at all, does it? This sort of thing coming out and, you know, people saying this about the game. And it made me think more, and, and interestingly, his name being Black. You, do you remember the, you know, when we talked about Black, the game Black? Uh, that's mm. what that was. He was being sort of talked to by Homeland Security in an yeah, office. Was, yeah. and And I think it's more of a homage to that than anything else, rather than Modern Warfare. Uh, because that's like, and he was at a table, wasn't he? And each, and it was an unskippable, bloody, stupid, almost like film footage cutscene. It was. It was. Uh, it was real video. So the thing is, right, with these with these games, Battlefield and Modern Warfare, it's like, why are we asking ourselves what they're going to be like? We know what they're going to be like. Yeah, exactly. Have, it's, it's a Battlefield is going to be exactly like the other Battlefield, right? With some tweaks here and there, blah blah blah. And Modern Warfare Three is going to be exactly like every other Call of Duty that's come out so far. So yep. they're both going to be good games. We'll both be playing the multiplayer. Fuck this argument. Fuck them both. EA have put it on a pedestal. They, they, they put the Battlefield on a pedestal, right? 
just to compete because EA are so desperate to get Call of Duty's money. They tried it with Medal of Honor, it failed on its arse, and now they're trying it with a franchise that they think has got some good credibility, which it has, but it do, it's not very well known for its single player. So, you know, unlucky. Yeah, I think I think they've either got to just get rid of the single player game altogether and just you know play it as a as a multiplayer game, and and maybe they'll have to sell it at a, a more budget price because I think that's yep. the problem. That's the problem because yep. then people will go, oh, "I'm not buying that. It's just a multiplayer thing. Why am I buying? Why am I paying full price for that?" So that's that's part of the problem. Um, but the other thing is, it's either that or. They get some decent writers in and, and sort of put no. some effort into this. They're not going to do that, so don't, don't even bother. put it as an option. Don't, I know. Even if you, even if you get quote-unquote decent writers in, it, video games stories are very hard to pull off, especially first-person shooter ones. So, yep. nah, don't bother. Just just look how well Battlefield 1943 sold. Because, you know what, that was probably yeah, DICE going... Yeah, exactly, that's a perfect that, example. That was probably DICE going, what's the best thing about our uh, games? Oh yeah, the multiplayer. Let's Let's give them a little bit... And it just went nuts. Everybody loved that game. Because that's all they wanted. It was just, you know, yep. a few maps. Battlefield, thank you very much. Done. Yeah, no, it's true. If you were DICE, what would you do? <laughs> the boss battle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, 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 I agree with you completely. And But the other thing is that concerns me. And, uh, you know, if I was, you know, and the, as you know, I'm not really into multiplayer games. But... Um, there's been very little support for the previous games in any way, shape or form of DLC. And uh, I, I, if I was going to buy Battlefield, I'd be concerned as to what I was going to get after it had been released. Am I going to get plenty of extra maps and modes and things like that to come? I don't know. Because we know See, Modern Warfare. This, this concerns me a little bit, though, because is it is it the case where we like we're we're, we're going to get bored with a game after only a year? And that seems like it's making the life the shelf life of these games shorter and shorter. Like if you're not, you know, if you can't wait a year before you start getting new maps and new things and new this and new that. Eventually it's going to be like, oh, it's been a week already. We don't have any new maps. Come on. But then how many maps did, say, you know, uh, Bad Company 2 have? Uh, eight. And how many is sort of, say, Black Ops Years got of now? War has 100 maps. And how many has Black Ops got all together now? Uh, but did it ship with eight? Or did it have eight after it shipped some others? I don't even know why. I'm just asking because that's 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 why I'm asking, you know, because I think, you know, as far as DLC goes, we stuff like Black Ops and even Modern Warfare 2, they released a lot of map packs and stuff after after the game had released three, to keep yeah. people interested. They released 3. Yeah, but that's still a lot, isn't it? It is a lot, but that's what I'm saying. Like is it is that the standard now where like it's not you're not getting your money's worth for a game or like we're we're bored with a game after, unless there's every three months there's another map pack coming out. I don't well, know. I think, oh, I yeah, you tell more, me. It's just more money, mate. Like they do. Yeah, it is more money. I think Microsoft like hold like conferences and stuff to each developer, saying yeah. if you don't release DLC within a month of after your game's been released, it won't make money. Like you know, See, like, that's messed up, man. They always do it. That's just the way it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I really like DLC. The Fallout DLC is great, but I think it should be something meaningful and valuable, not just. Oh, here's something we slapped together for some extra cash. But uh, but in a way, don't you think that's weird, right? Because you like the DLC for a game that's potentially over 100 hours long anyway without well, any yeah, DLC. yeah, but that goes to show the strength of the story and but, the gameplay there. But then on the flip side of it, you, you're you not bothered about DLC for a game that has only eight maps and probably will get boring after Well, a while. don't forget, this is a person who bought all the DLC for Modern Warfare 2 and one of the map packs for Black Ops and... 
I mean, exactly. I buy that's what I'm stuff. saying. It's not like <laughs> it's not like I'm immune to it. But the the mindset is what I'm concerned about. I, I'm I'm weirded out by this mindset among apparently a lot of gamers who say, you know. I, I'm not happy with this unless there's extra maps constantly coming at me. Yeah, I but, think that's problematic. But that's a YouTube generation. It's like Chinny always says, you know, he's Messed like, up. he can't even concentrate on reading anything written down for any more than two minutes. So it's like, for example, I'm playing my Xbox as we speak. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's no attention spam. So it's like, yeah. oh, I've played this map twice now. I want something else. I need something new. See, but it accelerates itself because it's like, oh, I need something new because I'm trained to think to need something new. I, I don't. Mean, there's not a way out. It's not like I'm expecting developers to stop doing this. I just think it's emblematic of this need for us to constantly get new stimuli. I agree, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that if the timescales are right for it. You know, if it's if it's been out for say five or six months. You know, and they need some new stuff because, because ultimately people will move on to the next thing or they'll trade the game in and that's what they're trying to avoid by. Yeah, oh, sure, sure. I'm not, yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I guess I feel like one or two map packs make sense, but just the standard thing now is every three months, just keep pumping them out. Well, they're such a good money earner. Yeah, for sure. They are. Oh, no doubt. I understand why it happens. I just, I don't know. No, Davey. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't disagree with And there's a lot of papers in this stack. Yeah. Are you still doing that? Oh, that is funny. Okay. I'm 90 years old. Uh, the final thing uh, before we uh, talk, we're going to talk a little bit about Extra Life in general. Extra Life. Uh, rather than just play the trailer thing, because we are going to play the, 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 the little trailer for people, and, and but we, we need to do some final encouragement for people to, to sponsor. Now, when this show goes out on Thursday, I think you'll probably have about another day. Uh, to sponsor the sponsor. Go sponsor. When is it? What date is it? It's yeah. next weekend. So it's next Saturday and Sunday, isn't it? What's the date of it? Oh, I've put the page on as you can hear. The 15th and 16th. The 15th, I think it is, isn't it? Uh, yes. No, that's this week, isn't it? Oh, right. Yeah, it's Mon- oh, oh. There you go. I'll just turn that off. That was the little meter going up. But we'll come to that in a minute. I'm just getting ready. Yeah, did, did you hear that? Um. But yeah, last last thing uh, that we want to just uh, quickly uh, quickly talk about is uh, L.A. Noir, basically. Um, what about it? What about it? Basically, the the studio has now officially gone into liquidation, so it is no more. Team Bondi is gone. That's the end of them. Um, bye bye. I know. Isn't it? It's sort of sad, but then it I think no, people it was, lose their you job. know um, he was a bit of a wanker, wasn't he, with his employees? You know. Brendan McNamara, you know, he treated them like shit. So, unfortunately, that's what happens, isn't it? You know, yeah. Rockstar disowned them. And it took them five years to put the game out, etc. So, I'm not surprised, but I'm a bit saddened by all this. But, anyway, the studio owes over a million dollars to its employees. You know? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and a quarter that's of that. That's the real tragedy, man. Yeah. People are working so hard to make a game which, okay, I didn't think it was a great game, but it's very impressive in terms of how it looks. And the people who did all that work didn't get paid right. Yeah. But even, you know, Depth Analysis, who did all the facial animation tech and everything, yeah. uh, they're owed more than $140,000 themselves. <sighs> yeah, and Brendan McNamara is owed himself $100,000 the you know the boss of the studio well he would yeah you know so i I don't know i think i just think it's kind of sad that this still happens you know Uh, i think it happens more often than you think you know like this we only know this because it's so public but it probably happens a lot 
Yeah, it is. It is very sad that. It is a shame uh, because uh, I, I I still like the game, but yeah, it's it's not it's not good when you know people that like Duke said, you know, they're not being paid for it. You do you do a job. I mean, it's not. We could all agree it's not it's not a terrible game. You know what I mean? It's not. It's definitely you know unique in its way, and people should be rewarded. You know, they work very hard. I'm sure they. Some people have uh, lost a lot of hours, spent a lot of late nights arguing with their missus. Why are you back so late? Is it another woman? I don't know. They should be be rewarded, you know? That's the concept of a contract, you know? You tell someone you're going to do something, you do it. Once again. Uh, The other other thing I think is, you know, it's, you know, they did all this cool facial tech stuff, but I I don't know whether we'll see this in, in, in other games anyway at the end of all this, because I think it'll put people off attempting to do stuff like that if it ends in this sort of thing. You know, it takes that long to well, do that. This is more about... The studio loses money. Well, it took them eight years, years, basically. One game in eight years. Yeah, yeah this technology. is about budgeting things. Yeah. This is more about, yeah, it's not about the facial tech. It's more about the, the people who work yeah. there, really. It's not, it's you not... could do that in a sustainable way, but they didn't. Yeah. yeah. If, a, if a company like that got its shit together... Sorted it out, you know. I, I got a feeling if Bioware took this on, for example, that they, they would probably like nail it and pay everyone, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, it's just one of them things. I think maybe Rockstar kind of knew what they was up to, but they had to finish the that that game. And and as soon as they finished the game, they probably had meetings beforehand saying, as soon as that game's finished, we gotta let them go because they're not treating their employees well enough. We don't know. It's all speculation. But well, I mean, I mean, Rockstar very publicly sort of disowned them, didn't they? Really, you know, once all that stuff came out, they didn't uh, they didn't take long to sort of say, you know, we're sort of washing our hands of them, really. But Rockstar will made quite a bit of cash in publishing, you know, money and stuff off them, won't they? So they're not bothered. Well, I'm sure they. I'm sure people at Rockstar know people who work at Team Bondi who haven't got. Well, maybe they should be paying out the cash then. That's over to these people. I don't think that's. I don't think that's how it works. I'm afraid. No, unfortunately, it's not. But they, you know, they, ultimately they still publish the game and back them and stuff. So you know, maybe it's something should be getting their hands in the pockets. Who knows? Um, okay, yeah. Before we before we do play the little trailer for Extra Life, uh, I, I have got to announce that the goal of two thousand dollars to be raised by VGHub.net has been reached. Wow! Yay! Yep. So stop giving money, people. We're done. uh, No, 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 no. Keep giving money. Keep giving money. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All the kids have been saved. (laughs) Everyone's healed and everyone's well. It's all good. Uh, $2,176 raised so far. Raised so far. And guess who's the highest money? Greg Delacy. Greg Delacy. Now, one person, okay, this is true. One person has donated $200 alone. Uh, which Damn. is Bernal Church. You know anyone know who Bernal Church is? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. $200. And uh, Beverly Ashburn. Beverly Ashburn. Oh, somebody no. works with or something. $100. So f- well done to you guys, I guess. That, that is extremely generous. Um, so, yeah. Church? Bernal Church? Could it be actual church? I don't know. But, I mean, that guy. $800 on his own. $886 on his own. Uh, and I did give my donation to Curtis because he was the one with the least amount of donations. And I feel bad now because Bobby Gooding, where's he from? Do we know where, where Bobby's from? Is he one of the guys from um, the, the, the Iron Hammers? Is he from one of those? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. I think he is the Iron Hammers guy. $12, bless him. Now I feel bad for giving my donation to Curtis now. 
But, you know, Curtis is not last anymore. He's next to last. Oh, I still uh, haven't donated yet, so I won't give it to Bobby. Yeah, maybe you need to give it to Bobby. Give it to Bobby, bless him. Uh, but everyone's done really well, you know. I mean, there's a, there's a good spread of donations across the board. So I just think a massive well done to Steve for, for getting everybody together to do this because he's the captain, bless him. Is he? Uh, ah. Yeah, yes, yeah. John. Uh, yeah, John, John Conger the second. Oh God, I feel like we're podcasting with Duke now. I always wonder why he says John Conger on here, but he's Steve on. I don't know. What's all that about? He has two names. He's a man with two names. He's got many names. Yeah, yeah. It's like Christopher Paul Matthew. Pick a first name. I'm yeah. gonna put Is it John? Is it Steve? In. Is it Matthew? Is, Is it, it JSS Life? Like he should have just put that. We'd have known who he was then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, well done to him for getting everybody together, and like I say, huge achievement getting over two thousand dollars for for the for the guys on the on the VG Hub that night. So excellent for that. So let's quickly play that trailer, and uh, when we've done that, uh, we've got a few egg timer topics. Life's funny the way it throws stuff at you. Just when you think you've got it made and everything's just hunky dory, something happens. You kind of have to roll with it. But all around the world, kids are dealt some pretty rough cards from time to time, and they can't just roll with it. Cancer doesn't just up and go away. Serious injuries don't just heal themselves. Fortunately, when things get serious for kids, there's a Children's Miracle Network hospital waiting to help. The third annual Extra Life 24-hour video game marathon provides direct support for the Children's Miracle Network Hospital in your town. And we need your help to ensure local kids have the best care and equipment standing by just in case life throws itself in harm's way. Visit tinyurl.com forward slash vghubteam2011 to find out how you can help make a difference by sponsoring or joining your friends at the sites and shows of vghub.net in this October's Extra Life Marathon. Thank you. Ah, there we go. And there he you is. You know what I don't like about that? What do you not like? I, it's about sick children. How am I supposed to do funny, clever remixes along the way? I was elected to lead, not to read. If there's stuff about... I can't make fun of, you know, jokes during that. Look, sometimes we have to have serious parts How of the show. about lightening it up a little bit, huh? No, 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 no. You don't understand. Look, that's got to stay se- look, serious. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you're joking. That's a terrible yes, thing to say. of course I'm joking. Terrible. No, of feel, course I'm joking. You should feel really bad now. No, because everyone knows it's a joke. Okay. We'll let yes. you off then. We'll let you off. Okay. Was well, this confession time for me? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you just only just forgiven. Nope. I, think you, I think you need to go and play uh, Achilles Dream now for a bit. <laughs> I play that every day anyway. I play for an hour every day. I don't mention it during what you've been playing because I assume everyone knows I played an hour of Killer's Dream. There you go. Okay, really moving on. Moving on. Let's have. We've not had egg timer topics for. Well, as I was saying, before you cut me off with the trailer and the, well, the intro, I should say for that, uh, we haven't had egg timer topics for a bit. Now, we have got a few new members on the site who have given us some questions, so I thought we'd go through some of those and a couple that we've had sort of off the Twitters and uh, emails and stuff. So here, are you ready? Here is the first one. Have you got your timer ready, Duke? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm, we're all, uh, I'm all strapped in here, man. I love yeah. my B-I-B-L-E. This, this one's from Laurie Blaze. Laurie Blaze, new member on the site. And uh, she asked this when she did their intro. She asked this. 
she said, have you had any bad experiences with boosters online, e.g. abuse, making the game unplayable, etc.? Uh, and I guess, how does it make you feel? So uh, I don't play online in, in multiplayer much, so it probably doesn't affect me at all. Uh, but Duke, have you had any experience of boosters online? A uh, little bit. I don't really see a lot of it. I mean, every now and then you come across people who seem to all be in the same spot and they don't seem to be playing the game. And you're like, what are you doing? But you know what? Generally speaking, if that happens, I can just leave and then st- find another room and that doesn't have that problem. So I don't find it to be... a so it doesn't but if you if you do come across it does it ever bug you or just not bothered actually no because then i'm it actually lets me screw with them because like i'll i don't know like i'll draw draw a lot of attention to them and stuff and like just mess with their what they're trying to do and then i don't feel bad because i know they're okay fair enough what about you chinny ever had any issues with this or come across it no, no, can't say I have. Yeah, maybe it's not as big an issue as everybody sort of makes out, I don't know. I, I have stumbled across um, a boosting, like, match, uh, but it didn't really, like, spoil anything. Like, in Gears of War 1, back in the day, if you put in a certain amount of rounds of a certain amount of things of a certain amount uh, on a certain map, you would come across a boost lobby and it was always the same amounts of rounds and stuff yeah and uh, i remember seeing it and i was like oh yeah this is the boosting lobby you must have seen it on the the so-and-so forums right and i was like nope i'm just randomly in here this is well this is what you do this is what you do and i did it a couple of times I was like this is boring i'm off so <laughs> it, it didn't really spoil anything i was just like well if you want to that's the thing I, I sort of feel like it's pathetic people doing something pathetic but you know what they don't really bother me so we'll let the baby have their bottle yeah, and I mean, if that's how they get the kicks and, you know, fake all the sort of yeah, leveling Yeah, they can live with stuff. it being artificial. Yeah, whatever. Just go, earn them rank just go ahead. Go ahead and do and it. And I don't see how someone get is that, like, for me, the fun is actually achieving the thing and, like, yep. playing the game. I don't get this desire to well, have this artificial it's, title. It's almost like that showing off thing, isn't it? Because even though they haven't achieved it, it still looks to them. Like, they have, and it's like, look at me. See, but it's got to be like, oh, showing off to friends and, like, going think, to school. I, I, oh, yeah, I, I think it's young kids as well. Like, all, yeah. Jimmy talk, all Jimmy talks about is, like, what level am I? Like, what level am I? Yeah. Like, yeah. Says, what, what level are you on, on Gears? Like, um, by the way, he's higher than me now. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a little worried about little Jimmy because, like, he, he's getting obsessed, man. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a big gamer. But, like, he was like, what level am I at? What level am I? I'm, I'm better than you, aren't I? I was like, well, no, you've played it more than me. It's like, yeah. uh, well, that's what it's all about, too. Level is only, at this point, a matter of grinding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can, he, we, can we confirm he is six? Is that right? Six years old? He's six coming on seven. Yeah, that what is level is he? conversation can serve no purpose anymore. I'm concerned he, about your nephew. <laughs> what level he, is he? 19. He's only level 19? What a loser. Yeah, loser. <laughs> Get to work, kid. Yeah. I, he, I'm, I'm worried about him. Six Why? years old. Well, because right. he should, he should be out playing on his bike and stuff. He should be yeah, doing that's, stuff. That's, I agree with that. He shouldn't he does, be he sat. Does, but, six years old. Listen, mum and dad, I was obsessed with games. <laughs> no, but listen, a six-year-old should not be concerned with what level he is in Gears of War. Are you joking? Are you <laughs> that is all joking? kinds of wrong. 
you could you could argue that an eighteen year old shouldn't be concerned. I don't or a thirty five year old or forty. Exactly. <laughs> an eighteen year old or thirty five year old can make an informed decision as an adult whether they want to do that or not. A six year old is is too young to be deciding whether he yeah, wants to be obsessed with a game or not. Well, he shouldn't have yeah, it put in not. the first place. He should have. He'll be fine. Don't worry. He's not going to grow up to be a murderer. He should be doing kids' things. He shouldn't be he playing. He's he probably, the probably is also doing those things he as does. well. He's just no. an old day at school. He's fine. Actually, no. what they do is they get together in the playground. And they just talk about the maps and like, okay, uh, probably what about here. This is where the frag grenade is. I always try and take him to the park and stuff. Well, well then you're doing your duty as do it more often. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, let's end on a positive. Good job, Chinny. Thank yeah, you. good job, Chinny. Yes. And then argue about him with what level he is. Anyway. I'm trying to say is that, come on now. The thing is, though, when he says he's level 19, a part of me is going, oh, bless him. Yeah, he's... <laughs> Another part of me is going, you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you, you've not thought of ripping the controller off him and going, if you're not going to play properly, don't play it at all. <laughs> Reset his level somehow. Well, yeah. you should be playing it so more. Or what you should do, right? When he goes to get a glass of milk and a cookie, because that's what kids of that age should be doing, right? <laughs> Stu's got all these lists of yeah. things. This you do like that. You do like that. Uh, so when he goes off to do that, right, you should turn all the gore and swearing back on. So when he goes, no. you're still enjoying it now? You're still enjoying it now, are you? <laughs> you having nightmares? You having nightmares? Yeah, he probably exactly. is having nightmares. Exactly. That's what you should do. That'll put him Monsters off. Monsters coming to get me. <laughs> yeah. I can't sleep. Like... Clown will eat me. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, though, like he can, um, he does, he did it with Halo Reach. Like he was obsessed with Halo Reach, and he was kept on asking me, "He's like, what armor do you have?" I was like, "I don't even know, like <laughs> the armors in the game." So he's, you know, if it's what not one, or or maybe what you should do, right, is make him play about the first half an hour of Heavy Rain with that really dodgy-looking clown. That'll scare him. Yeah, he wouldn't and, even last five minutes on that game. And, and you play going, Jason, Jason, Jason. <laughs> yeah. The uh, thing is, the Gears of War is the, like, the first kind of big game he's been allowed to play that like kind of looks adult enough. Uh, because Halo. Well, yeah, well like uh, Halo is like in some ways more violent than, than Gears. Like when you turn the gore off and the swearing off on Gears, because Gears is really tame when you take it all off. Um, so like I think he just he, he just likes being part of the boys' club, you know, because his dad's obsessed with the game. You know, obviously, I like the game, and his older brother George, who's thirteen, and likes the game. So he, he he's always been one of those like little boys that's that's always wanted to be in with the lads, you know. And well, of course he does, because that's what little kid they have a role model. Yeah. So like, what's 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 more, what's wrong? Like he's six. Him... That's what's wrong. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but it's it's just <laughs> he's a monster. Six years he's old. That's the formative part Stu. of his life. Stu, he's <laughs> not just playing Gears of War all day. No, that's just all we hear about Modern Warfare Two as well. <laughs> no, he never played. He's not allowed to play it. I don't I, look. Even with the goal turned off, I'm not going to agree with you. I'm sorry, I'm not. You turn the gore off and swear off on Gears of War. No, it's so tame. Look, I wouldn't let Millie go near that game, even with everything turned off, because I don't think it's appropriate for her or it's anyone. I grew up playing Mortal Mortal Kombat with. Were you playing it at the age of six though, look, Chini? Eleven or twelve? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven or twelve? I'm with you. Okay. I, don't, I you know, was I'm, ripping I'm spines out of Scorpion's head, <laughs> face, body when I was six or seven. See, the real concern there is Scorpions don't have a central nervous system, so it's not yeah, it's no, stupid of them to have Scorpion. a spine. Scorpion is a character, not a... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm making a joke here. Come it's on. a joke, man. 
Also, you're learning bad spelling from that game. Combat is not spelled with a K. No, he's not. Well, kiss with a C. My ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Okay. It's better than you making Millie play every bollocks or whatever it is. <laughs> Are you going to play what? Heavy Rain. Journey. I never played hey, dare Mickey. you. I never made Millie play like, Heavy Rain. Yeah, you You're going to make her play Journey. I am going to make her play Journey. We should let that go. Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah. Having said that, she did really cry. <laughs> you made her play a mortgage simulator. I did. <laughs> Well done. She has to get ready to understand the way mortgages work. That is true. But she wasn't <laughs> chainsawing people in the game. And monsters. that's the difference. You, they're just monsters. They're just monsters. The monsters. Uh, anyway, look, look, let's move on. Because monsters. we're never going to agree, so we'll move on. Okay, next one is from uh, Stripey Rex. Stripey Rex. And he says this. How long must you have been playing to call yourself a veteran gamer? I was under 10 when I started, so that's over 25 years. Um, but I'm sure he was playing stuff like Mario Kart, hopefully, and things. Um, so how, you Gears know, War. yeah, 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 I doubt it. Uh, how, how old do you have to be to call yourself a veteran gamer? How long have you got to have been playing? So how long do you think? 25 years is not enough. Keep playing and we'll let you know when you hit the right Ooh. spot. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm 26, so... Uh, I have to be playing since birth. Have you been playing since you were one? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I was playing Mortal Kombat when I was a sperm, apparently. <laughs> I knew I've grown up to be a mass murderer, haven't I, Stuart? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like people ask us kind of quite a lot of this question. Like, oh, I'm not all myself. I don't know. It's just a name that we picked. We didn't really think about it. It self applies. It's not. You know. You know if you're a veteran or not. Have you? Hey, how about this? If you've owned more than one console generation than you're a veteran gamer is that fair i don't know yeah. i don't think it's got to do with what you owned i think you just it's i a mean, way of just, life yeah it absolutely. is a way of life yeah. but i'm saying that gives you a ballpark thing because i doubt there's anybody who listens or you know part of the forums who does who hasn't owned more than one generation of console yeah i mean i've owned a few you know all right then so, yeah, maybe... No, we, we wasn't testing you, Stu, don't worry. <laughs> no, but, yeah... yeah but I, he wants to make sure it applies oh, to him. My thing, No, but my thing is, I think if, you know, you can be a veteran gamer, if you've been playing, like, you know, like he said, since you were 10 and you're only 19, you've still been playing for nine years on different things, potentially. But, I don't know, it's, it's a difficult question to answer, I guess. I don't really know. Listen, we needed to pick a name for the site people, and we chose that. <laughs> yeah, we had about 20 minutes of discussion. But, just, uh, but to uh, be fair... Over 35 is based on age, uh, elderly, uh, what other words work? But we don't want to say elderly, because Chinny's not elderly, so... Yeah. Uh, veteran, yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah, that works. And, that, that, and that I was concerned that it was going to be like, military veterans were going to take offense. Like, you're not veterans, you bastards. No, but I think, yeah, I right think it makes it. total sense for us, definitely. <laughs> you know, we feel like we've been playing all our lives, you know, and maybe, yeah, that, we've been maybe that's more of a better measure, you know. Yeah. If gaming's I'm, been a big part of your life, yeah. you're a veteran gamer. Yeah, I think right. so. You know, maybe that's a better way of looking at it. And Jimmy, little Jimmy, he'll be a veteran gamer by the time he's about 12 years old, won't he? Well, he's, 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 he's not going to let it go, is he, Chinny? No, no. <laughs> just keep dragging this oh, out. Oh, yeah, baby. So yeah, no, that that's it. No, I'm not. Honestly, I'm not going to talk. You wait till you meet him. Hey. He's even worse. Oh. <laughs> Why? What, what does that even mean to me? No, because then you just drop him in front of a ZX Spectrum and walk away. And oh, it's, this is history. This is 
Mm, I don't know what you mean. I'm just <laughs> going to ignore you now. Ah, uh, dear. Anyway. Anyway. I would yeah, like it... to read, not to read. Is, it, is the time not up yet? No. Go so on. about a minute and a half. How can that be not three minutes? I don't know what to tell you. It's been a minute and a half. Uh, okay. Uh, while we're talking about veteran gaming and stuff, what was your what was the first gaming console? Conversation console. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Later. I got you. Damn. Uh, okay. Amstrad. Uh, was it an Amstrad? What was yours, Duke? What's the question? What was the first ever gaming thing you owned? Uh, Timex Sinclair. It was a old, old, old computer. Um. Yeah, it was really old. T- uh, games on an audio cassette tape that you used to put yeah. in. Yeah, same as the yeah. The keyboard looked like the cell phone keyboards that people use now. Like seriously, it was the keyboard was smaller than an iPad. It was ridiculous. Well, mine, processing power, forget it. No RAM, no hard drive, nothing. Well, mine was um, a Binatone Entertainment System. <laughs> oh yeah, which, which was like a total Atari ripoff. Uh, it's not with, BBC Micro, is it? No, it only had Pong. And variations on Pong. Okay. Uh, now, I'd like to move on. We have got some sort of emails with questions. So. Whoa, that ruled. Like that, like in the intro, it's a while since we've heard that. Uh, this one's sort of egg timer ish, so I don't know whether you want to put the timer on for this. But it's, 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 it's Why not? Very, it's a very sort of egg timer ish sort of question. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, which game has let you down the most? You've been looking forward to the release date, all the trailers look great, and then you load it up, play it for a few hours, and to your horror, it is crap. So, so Hold on. is it like an old game or? It, it doesn't say. It could be any game, but it's any sort game of, that you look forward to. That you've been really like, when's it coming out? I can't wait to play. Can't. And then you're like, oh, this is a real letdown. It's rubbish. Come back to me. Okay, Duke. Have you got any? I'd say Battlefield Bad Company because I eventually learned to appreciate it. But Bad Battlefield Two Modern Combat was such a glorious game, and I was expecting Bad Company to be as glorious. And it really wasn't. I mean, it was it was a pretty different game. Not necessarily a lot worse, but a very different game. And I was not expecting it to be so different. So my experience there was really bad. And I let myself believe the hype about uh, Two Worlds 2. That was a big disappointment. Ooh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a really good one. But that was my own fault because I had never played the first one. And I just listened to everybody going, it's so much better. Yay. So, you know, the lesson on there is... Don't believe the hype! I remember there was a game on the PC, right? And when Halo... After Halo came out, it was all about the Halo killer. You know what I mean? Like, what game is going to beat Halo? Because nothing could beat Halo. And there was a game called Chrome for the PC, right? And it was like... um, uh, It was just kind of like a shooter in the jungle and stuff. And I remember in all the magazines, everybody was saying, it's the Halo killer, it's like it's so much better than Halo, it's so much bigger than Halo. And Marsh and I played it, and it was fucking awful. Like, really bad. Um, and the only other one that I could think of, but I, I still enjoyed it, uh, I was really looking forward to a game on the N64 called Mission Impossible, which was obviously based on the film. And, which wasn't a bad game, but it certainly wasn't brilliant. 
uh, and I was so looking forward to it. I got it the day it came out, and everybody else was talking about GoldenEye 007. And I was like, no, no, Mission Impossible's the one. And then eventually, because I didn't really like the, I didn't really like first-person shooters back then. And I was like, wow, GoldenEye is so much better. So yeah, I thought I'd be playing Mission Impossible for months and months and months, but I ended up playing GoldenEye for months and months and months. Well, the one, the one that springs to mind for me was from this year, really, um, which was L.A. Noir because I'd seen all this stuff and it looked really cool and all this facial animation tech and I was like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. It's going to be like a film, but it's a game. It's going to be brilliant to play. This and conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Out of time. Um, but but it, it ultimately really disappointed me. I was just like, ah, oh, this is really repetitive and boring. Um, so that's mine. Okay, moving on. There's a, there's a second question within his email. Are you ready for the timer again, Duke? Ready to go! Uh, on the other hand, which game hasn't captured your imagination and then you played it to discover it was a hidden... This conversation can serve no purpose <laughs> anymore. That was fast. That was the fastest three minutes ever. Oh, my God. Sorry, what is it? So, on the other hand, what game hasn't captured your imagination or you weren't really sort of seeing it come in and then you played it and discovered it was a, like a hidden gem or a really cool game? Section 8. <laughs> and that's so funny. That and Quantum of Solace. And, they, and is that the best you can come up with? Those are great games, and they really fit this description. No, no, like, no, no. no they're, they're great games in your opinion. That's well, yeah, well, of course, it's always in my opinion. <laughs> you can't objectively say this is a great game. It's always true in every situation that this is a great game. No, anytime you say anything about a game, it's always your opinion. It is indeed, but there, there tends to be a case where... Maybe more people will agree with one about more, more than another. <laughs> you know, and that then justifies your opinion, you know, and, and sort of makes it right, doesn't no it? No way, my opinion's valid if I have reasons for it. Not because everyone else likes it. Okay, okay, then. What, what makes Section 8 a great game, then? I've said this a million times. It's 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 got a lot of things going on at the same time on the screen. You have jetpacks that really work. The enemies you can lock onto your enemies. Uh, you can gain points even if you don't kill people. There's a, I can keep going all night. Let's move on. God, do you wish you went, like you'd never asked something? Well, um, stop asking. Um, I've got, I've got a really good one of, about this, uh, which was Resident Evil Five. Yeah. Resident Evil Five. When that I played the demo for that and was just like, this is terrible. I hate it. And then when I played the game, I thought it was really, really good. Uh, played it in co-op and really enjoyed it. And once I got the hang of everything, I was like really impressed with it. Uh, so that's probably quite a good one. And the other one I'd, I'd thought of was Borderlands. Uh, because we saw a lot of stuff about it. And it was like, oh, I don't know whether it's going to be any good. And you know, didn't really see it coming. And then when we sort of played it, we thought it was excellent. So those are the two for me. What about you, Chinny? Hmm. There is a game that I played... And I liked it at the time, but over time, I really enjoyed it and kind of appreciated it more, which is uh, Splinter Cell Conviction. Like, I liked it, I played it, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then I think about it, I've still got it, and I like really liked that game. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, another one is probably Mafia 2 as well. Like, I was kind of like thinking, yeah, it might be alright. And then I absolutely loved that game. Yeah, Mafia 2 is a good one, actually. That was really good. It was so good. And if anybody's disappointed with L.A. Noir and you haven't played Mafia 2... Yeah, I should. 
then uh, uh, Mafia 2 is great. I mean, there's so many little nice touches. I might play it again on the PS3 or something because I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think there's any more for me. Uh, I've, for I've just thought of another one that disappointed me, but I was really looking forward to it. Uh, Gears of War 2 is, is one for me where I was like, ah, oh, it's going to be brilliant. And I was like, no, nah, it's okay. Hmm. So maybe that, but yeah, I'm, I'm, this conversation I'm, can serve no purpose anymore. I know you're not going to agree with that, Ginny, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, Dark Void was one, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, but I wasn't looking forward to that anyway. No, no, like, I mean, like, I was looking forward to it because I like kind of B-movie games and it just turned out to be awful. Yeah. But I might know the North's in that. I know. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's hardly surprising. He's in a lot of stuff. Our busy friend. He's in a lot of stuff. Um, okay, now... We have oh, got another one. This X-Men is... Wolverine. Sorry, that I, was, I wasn't looking forward to it. I didn't, I didn't like it, but it was brilliant. I love X-Men Wolverine. Did I mention that? It was some Diamond Dave anyway, by the way, in case I didn't mention that. No, you didn't. Diamond Dave. That's some Diamond Dave. So thank you very much for the questions. We like those. Now, this isn't a question. Uh, yeah, this one is... Are you ready for this? This is from Jason Gulliher. Gulliher? I don't know how you pronounce that surname. You'd probably correct me. I'm sorry if I've completely mispronounced it, but there you go. Uh... Golher, Golher, I don't know. Uh, anyway, he says this. Uh, his his heading is: Are you seriously talking about video games? How dare you? Ah, there you go. I like that, didn't we? Uh, okay, he says this. Game Boy Micro, come on now. I constantly hear my wife glancing at me uh, with anger every time my console turns on. Come on now. She was cheerful when my son's red ringed until I fixed it via Amazon Kit. So when you guys were debating the 3DS versus Vita and Duke played that clip, are you seriously talking about video games? I decided to wait until my wife gets her new iPad before I decide. Sounded just like her. Are you seriously talking about video games? I'm also going to pick up a Kindle Fire. You guys should check it out. Fire. Fire. Uh, You know. Find that that clip now, dude. Yeah, I thought he had it ready then. He's not going to read it. Oh, he's rubbish at this clip thing, isn't he? Terrible. Look, he's awful. He still hasn't found it. Oh, that, this is slow for Duke. Tapping away. I know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is, oh, is he gone? <laughs> I can hear him clicking. He's seriously, he's like, ah, oh, click, click, click. Where is it? Where is that clip? Welcome to the Red Bone Wild Show. <laughs> is that the best you can come up with? <laughs> anyway, moving on. I was at a casino. I was minding my own business. This guy came up and said... You're going to have to move. You're blocking the fire exit. So if there was a fire, I wasn't going to run. <laughs> if you're flammable and have legs, you are never blocking a fire exit. <laughs> How are you like that? Oh, that's even better. Even better. Yeah. Anyway, he says this. Um, Chini, it looks what? like I will wait to check out the games coming to Vita, but I think the daddy is correct. Uh, the DS has a huge backlog and I haven't played any of them. Uh, 999 seems cool. I think most of Zelda, older handheld games, Super Mario Brothers, etc. So there you go. Uh, I do love some Silent Hill. I never owned the PlayStation, so I missed out on those exclusive games. Will they be on Vita? I think that's. I think they will be, won't they? I think there's a lot of old uh, PlayStation games on Vita, isn't there? It's hard to say. PlayStation are pretty shit. Yeah, but I think there is a few of those on there. Like they're, they're pretty poor at like putting stuff on their online, you know, space. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I got a fire! Up! They're up! Oh my god! The, 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 the pump! 
Tracks are on fire. It's like backdraft in here. God, it's like a deluge of fire clips now. <laughs> you had to make fun of me, didn't I, you? No, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, anyway, he finishes off. Thanks for the debate, guys. Also, I would like to play more with the community, but half of the time my Xbox is on. I am not actually playing. I have a three-year-old, and she requires me to run around the house with Barbies or else. Uh, but I have... don't, don't act like you don't want to. I know, yeah. <laughs> I always did that with Millie. Uh, no, I didn't. Anyway, moving on. Uh, but I am converting her into an American football fan early. Yay. Duke. Uh, played a welcome back Carter theme, peace, and finally a shout out to Steve Jobs. God rest his soul. Without him, I probably wouldn't be listening to such an entertaining podcast. Well, that, I read that email. Is that another fire clip? I read that email, um, and I was like, you know what? That's true. Like, no one would be listening to us if it wasn't for Steve Jobs. Potentially, he's right. He's definitely right. Well, he is right. <laughs> That's nuts when you think about it like that. That is, and we hadn't thought that. <laughs> okay, Duke. Okay, to, enough now, enough. Stop those things. Uh, what's a Carter theme, though? Let's play that, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. What's is he referring to? Welcome back, Carter. You don't know about that? I don't know. Yeah, go. I don't know. A show from the 1970s. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back. All right, that's enough of that. Why the hell would we want to play that? Because he likes the TV show. He wants to have, you know, memories when he's listening to it. God. Welcome. uh... Well, anyway, thank you, Jason, for the email. And I'm awfully sorry if I... Well, I obviously did mispronounce your surname, so I'm not even going to pretend I didn't. Jason. Uh, Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry, Jason. My last name now, is worse than yours because it's stupid, my last name. It's Chin. <laughs> That's right. My last name is Chin. So don't worry about us taking the mic out of your name because I've had 26 years of people taking the mic out of my name. Whatever. I'm over it, Josh. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Now, the last... Um, the last Move on, Stu. I'm very... I am I'm moving on. The last email I want to mention before we go is... Uh, it's sort of a, to clear things up for people. You know, it's a clearing up thing. Because we have a, had an email off a guy called Bruce Adonister. And he says this. Bruce, yeah. yeah, he says, To the admin of veteran gamers, uh, me and my friends have managed to solve the Synavia problem on the PlayStation 3. Maybe you're familiar with it. It's a DRM protection which stops playback on certain movies. It's been a common problem amongst the PS3 community and the tricks and tips out there aren't working. But now, after lots and lots of work, we figured out a way to bypass it. I found your website and thought I would ask if you wanted to promote this product on your site. For every sale we make from your site, you'll get 60% share of the sale price, which currently is $29. Seems pretty fair to us. We've got a few banners already for you to use, or you can create your own whichever way you want it. Does it sound interesting? Sincerely, Bruce Adonister. Now, you. Yeah. Let's make this clear, right? We don't advertise legitimate things on the side, right? <laughs> we were offered... Well, maybe we should consider advertising some illegitimate uh, things then. People, people asked us, right? We did have an email asking us, would we put up some Portal 2 videos, which we promptly said no, because we don't do advertising stuff on the side. All right, people. Thank so, you for your interest, but it's not going to happen. But we're definitely never going to do something. That obviously sounds shonky in any any sort uh-huh. of language yeah you know, what does he mean even drm protection of certain movies i don't even know what that even means <laughs> i don't even know what the synavia problem is i've never heard of I, it. I might be interested in working out something on a different website send it on to me i'm you just know, kidding so no. 
look, don't send us stupid emails because we are yeah. never going to do it. We, we, we won't Straight. advertise on the site, but what we do do... <laughs> right, now if people want to send us free shit, right, and they want a bit of a plug because we're going to give away the free shit, we don't mind being sent free shit to give away to our community, but we, we don't want it. Yeah. You know? We, yeah. Don't yes. want it. we don't want the advertisement, we don't want it. No, we're not interested. It's, it is really a hobby. This is a hobby. You know, right, we're not man. we're not in this. Anarchism in action, non-coercive. Yeah, we're not in this to make any money. We're totally. And also, can I, can I say this podcast was brought to you by Virgin? <laughs> <laughs> well, by a virgin. I'm, I'm a virgin. <laughs> Lord, <Chini laughs> never a virgin. <laughs> uh, oh mercy! <laughs> although, although it is true to say, Duke hasn't got any kids, so who knows? <laughs> also, Coca Cola is a refreshing drink. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I prefer Pepsi myself, got to say. <laughs> uh, All right, on. On. <laughs> uh, righty-ho. Uh, well, that that's it for this week's show. And, you know, it, it, I don't think it was too bad considering we didn't I think we really have a lot of shout-outs. So let's do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So, Duke, off you go. Oh, my goodness. My shout-outs include the following. Hang on a second. Let me open up my little... Oh, I got nothing on here. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I have some shout-outs. Everybody shut up for the Gears of War 3 Part 2 Playdate. Uh, uh, Mike Hardman, Major Chavez, Dave150771, Step yeah, J, Chinny, quit stealing my kills, Nick Nitrous, Laurie Blaze, Lazarus, and I'll shout out Jen Beamer again because I don't know if she heard my last shout out. So, what up, Jen? English department represents some prairie. Uh, Cardinals rule. What? Although third floor is better than first floor. Oh, no, you didn't. Funny, right, Ginny? Oh, my God. Uh, shout out to the world. <laughs> You've got to pick a different standard shout out. I think that's everyone covered. <laughs> is, that, is that really it? I haven't got a shout out. We did this like three hours ago. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> three days, you know. All like, right, three days ago. Like, I felt like I've just done it. Like, I've got no one to shout out. I'm sorry. If you want a shout out, send me a message on Twitter or Xbox or something, and I'll shout you out. But look, if it really means that much to you. Um, but I, I have no one to shout out at this current time now. How about this? I'll because let you I'm a shout diva. Out. I'm a diva. I, 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 people <laughs> need to pay to shout out. I, I don't have it queued up anymore. Uh, I'll shout out whoever made this sign that I just saw on the internet. Soup of the day, the tears of our enemies. <laughs> That's pretty good. Sick of soup of the day. I wish they made a decision. Yeah, uh, about soup of right now. You, you two are just rubbish at shout-outs this week, aren't you? Really? Wait a minute, I gave like seven shout-outs. Shut up. Yeah, well, Let's hear your blinding awesome shout-outs. Well, I, I'd like to first of all shout-out to PGTips77 off the Twitters. Twitter, Twitter. All you've done is gone onto Twitter. Isn't it? No, I haven't. No, that's not true. That's not true. You know, and I, I happen to might have just noticed that he, you know, because I take notice of our Twitters and see what he said. You know, what okay. people are what the, the people are saying. The interesting thing about that is, yeah, yeah. You know, I like to do that. Uh, but basically, he he has just you know gave us a nice like at thing saying you know he was downloading some of his favorite podcasts and he he put us amongst them. He did the Cranky Gamers. The OC Podcast, Veteran Gamers, Game Burst, The Play Vault, Gamer Nights, and IGN, and 360 Gamer Cast. How, how, how many podcasts do you listen to, Stu? Do I listen to? Not many, I have to say. 
I listened to, obviously, the Overseas Connection, the Play Vault, uh, GameSpot UK sometimes, not all the time, occasionally. Uh, Midlife Gamers, again, not all the time, but sort of on and off. Um, Yeah, and then I listened to quite a lot of dance music podcasts, so I listened to those as well. Do you listen to any podcast? What do you listen to? What do I listen to? I listen to a wide variety. I thought we covered this on the forums at one point. Yeah, I think we did. Alan Watts podcast, the BGM show, Brainy Gamer, The Bugle is awesome. Experience Points yeah. podcast, probably my favorite video game podcast. Um, what well, we right here, Duke. Jesus Christ. Sorry, truth hurts, doesn't it? Gamesman, I. Oh yeah, Gamesman. Although they aren't doing girl fight yeah. anymore, are they? I haven't gotten no, no girl fight. Oh. Finished. They got that three of them. Harry Schurz, the show is good. Life Well Wasted hasn't done anything in like a year. NPR Card Talk, that's good. Overseas Connection, Philosopher's Zone, Philosophy Bites, Play Vault, Smiley and West, PRI to the best of our knowledge, Tavis Smiley Show, Thinking Aloud is a good show from the BBC, Veteran Gamers, Radio Lab, and 60 Minutes. But in, in, intermittently, I... I can shout myself out. I'm awesome. Intermittently, I do listen to Weekend Confirm sometimes when I'm, I'm just, but I just stream that. I never download it. And uh, Giant Bombcast sometimes as well. So I listen to those as well. Right. That's it for me. What about you, Chinny? Uh, I listen to. Well, I don't listen to the ones that we're on because like, that's enough, really. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe that. I don't listen to the Patrick Gavs all the other. I, I listen now and again just to see how it sounds. Like every five or six, I listen to just to see how it sounds. But. Um, I do listen to Weekend Confirmed. Uh, I do listen to 360 Gamercast. I do listen to Midlife Gamer. I started listening to them again because we met them. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'll give them a listen again. Um, I listen to all the IGN ones. Um, what else do I listen to? The Bugle, of course. I, I love the Bugle. With the Although they haven't done a Bugle in like a month. They go off on, like a month off, and then they come back, and it's like, oh, here's these collections of things about leaders. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're busy people, you know. He's he's beating the Smurfs, Duke. You know, so he's. Uh, oh, you got any grease? Yes, yes, we do. Then grease me up, woman. So what else? Yeah, just other podcasts. Yeah, I listen to uh, One Up, Damn It. Oh, no, games damage, isn't it? Sometimes I, I don't, I don't listen to those. But they're one up for a part of RGN now, so they, they, yeah. they do put yeah. on the RGN podcast. Uh, I can't think of anything else. But I don't, I don't listen to Cranky Gamers. I remember them though. Yeah, um, I, I don't listen to them. They've been around for a while. So yeah, that's it. I think. Uh, and I've also got a shout out for C Fox Twenty Seven uh, because she's been playing a whole load of games recently. I used to have that game for the uh, the Spectrum. Sea Fox. Yeah. So she's playing playing a whole load of stuff. So uh, good for you because she she had a bit of a break, I think, as well. She wasn't playing too much, but apparently she's been well. She has been because I've seen all the tweets of stuff from Raptor that she's been playing. What was she been, playing so much? I don't know. I don't know. She suddenly it's like she suddenly just started playing games again. She's been playing. She's playing Rage at the moment. She's just played all sorts of crazy stuff. So she's really sort of giving it some on the game. So good for you. We like seeing gamers play loads of games. Yeah, her time. Yeah, she just seems to have loads of time to play games. So I don't know what's. That is so loud. That was very very loud. I can't hear you. My ears are ringing. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not surprised. Um. And on that note, I think we do need to get the hell out of here. That's it. We're done. Thanks so for listening, done. everybody. Thanks for listening, how, how everybody. Would you, how would you write that show, lads? 10, 10 out of 10. 10.
Every yeah. show is a ten out of ten. <laughs> I give it four stars. Yeah, I have a hundred. St- I have nine thumbs up. Now I have to knock a star like off for Ginny being a diva. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna name this show. Maybe you should. Maybe you a should. big pile of garbage. What's <laughs> <laughs> your name for the show? <laughs> I am uh, gonna call it that. That is it. <laughs> there is another site you should check out, which is called VG Blah 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 blah. VG Hub. Other video game podcasts. Uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Wheels are for old people. Yay, Some sound effects! Many people say. Come on, yeah. Some might say that. No one says that. Too, Too many. Have links to Too you know great Phone is ringing. Oh my god. So check it out. Oh VGHub.net is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Discovery. Eight hundred pounds for the kids. Go, Greg. Yeah, go, Greg. God, yeah, yeah. We. Now. Yeah, we should have done a huge shout out for Greg this shouldn't we for raising all that money the bloody yeah, yeah. raising person him. I guess. Oh, I wish I had twenty four hours to play games. I know. I know. I like he's just got this time sitting around. He's making the time. Yeah. His wife's probably gonna be pissed off. Like you just sit there and play games all day. I'll take care of the kid. Either that or maybe she could bring him drinks and making sure he's okay. Who knows? Whatever. If she I don't does, know. if she does, what a woman. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have to ask him. Ask him that question on this week's show, Ginny. I will. I want to know what he has to do to make up for the fact that he's going to be able for a 24-hour period. Did you hear the last show where he said he had a a couple massage thing? Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. Oh, yeah. I bet he paid for it. And I think she paid for it, didn't she? (laughs) All the the podcasts that I do, Cindy, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Right, bye-bye. All right, thanks. Thank you, good night, much love.